listening to Sport Champs. What is up, you guys? And welcome back to Sport Champs, Street Champs exclusive sports podcast. To my right is my man Dave. To my left is my man Winston. In the cut. And right in front of me is my man Derek running the board right now. He hit the sound thing too. Thanks, dude. Always appreciate you. Always appreciate you. Give us a whistle off the top too, honestly. We're going to be starting with the NBA right away. Uh, right after our weeks though. How was your week, Mr. Winston? Uh, it was good. Um, I was pretty sick from last Friday with all the wind and shit. So mm-hmm. I'm starting to get better now. But, yep. Um, but yeah, I know it's good watching basketball. Golf just started yesterday with the Masters, so I've been watching that. So, uh, it's been a good week of sports. Good week for me. Good week, dude. How about you, Dave? Um, pretty chill week. Just worked. Uh, the highlight of my week would be <clears throat> uh, cop tickets to see AEW in um, Colorado Springs. Damn, in- you already copped them too. Yeah. What the fuck? God damn it, dude. Your cousin got tickets. We got tickets. I don't have any. It's like a hundred bucks to get. I know, but now I'm gonna be sitting alone. It's not a guarantee. (sighs) It's not a guarantee. I might not go. I might not go now. I was hoping to get tickets with you guys. Fuck. (laughs) Well, my fucking cousin just bought. I expected him to be like, "Yo, we're getting tickets." Fucking. He just bought him for. Gonna do it. He just bought him for him and his lady. I'm like, bro. Like, damn. All right. So that was like, all right. I'll wait for Dave to the. You know, I was actually gonna talk to you about it today and. Didn't work, so I'm probably not going now. That's okay, whatever. Um, it's gonna be lit though. AEW, you excited? Yeah, good to see the man MJF live and direct one Hell more yeah. time. That shit was dope. It was dope to see. Um, anything else, dude? What else? Um, that's it. That's about it. That's about it. Work. Hell yeah, productive week for me. Um, crazy week. <clears throat> always crazy. Always doing stuff. Dropped a song today. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to it yet, Gwen Stefani, that dropped today. Check that out in the link below. Um, also, in that same link below on the link tree, new merch store. That dropped today. A lot of cool designs on that. Um, I'm going to be ordering samples for myself to be rocking and throwing to the homies or something. We'll see what's good. So check that out. Check out all the merch stuff uh, in the link below. Other than that, nothing else. Nothing else. Our town's crazy. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Our town is a wild town. We come from a ghetto-ass town, man. Um, and I'm curious to see where it goes from here. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. You know, when we make it, because Derek from here. Yeah, Derek from here. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what you could do, bro. I don't know if he's fixing it. You ain't hood enough. You ain't hood enough. Cleaning them crusty headphones. I like it. All right, let's get onto these sports though. Give us one more whistle, dude. I like it. Let's talk about the NBA. You want to take it off, Winston? Are you looking at the standings right now? What am, are you looking at? I am looking at the standings right now. I like it, dude. A lot of colors on this Eastern Conference. Um, it's pretty crazy to look at. Let's start with the Eastern. We always start with West. We started with East last week. Let's do it again. Um, you take it off, dude. Uh, so we got Milwaukee in first. They've clinched. They're not playing for shit. They're resting everyone. You know, Everybody's just getting rested. Uh, just believe, like them nugs. Yep. believe we got uh, – the Milwaukee only has two more games left. So most teams have two to three games left in the regular season. Then we mm-hmm. got the playoffs starting. Um, Boston, uh, three games behind them. I believe they've clinched their second seed. So they ain't playing for shit either. Um, they're at 55 and 25. Then we got Philly, uh, 52 and 28, six games behind. 
Um, looking like Joel Embiid is pretty much locked up the MVP race, unfortunately. Yeah, damn it. Um, <clears throat> he locked Yo- it up. Yeah, Jokic has been sitting a lot of games and uh, resting. And Embiid dropped like 52 points against the Celtics one night. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah, so that pretty much locked it up. I Good. mean, their last 10, though, four and six, not the craziest, lost their last game. Yeah. But again, like you're saying, I mean, they're they're pretty clinched up. I mean, especially yeah. the MVP position. So why even bother? Yeah, I mean, they could lose the third seed to Cleveland. Um, mm. They're only a game and a half ahead of Cleveland. Uh, but that's probably not very likely with so few Cleveland games on left. a three-game win streak, too. Yep. Yeah, Cleveland's looking pretty solid. Then after that, we got the New York Knicks, 47 and 33. Pretty good. Um, Brooklyn Nets. To me, that's a big surprise. Trading Kyrie and trading Kevin Durant <clears throat> still being a good team. Um, good enough to make the playoffs, at least. Uh, then after that, we have Miami. Um, seventh place. The seventh. They're in the, uh, they're in the play-in game, play-in tournament. And we have Atlanta, Toronto, and Chicago. All the teams that are going to be in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference are currently in the playoffs. Uh, every other team has been eliminated. So bye bye Pacers, bye bye Wizards, Magic, and Hornets, Pistons. Yep. gone. So the only thing that can change is the uh, seating arrangements. How about them Pistons tanking, tanking, tanking? Yep, tanking. Sixteen for and sixty-four. Wimbenyama looks like eleven losses in a row. <clears throat> yeah, I feel bad because they have some good players. They have Wimbenyama or not Wimbenyama. <laughs> hope they hope you're projecting. They have him. Right, <laughs> right. They have a uh, Cade Cunningham. Uh, he was really good coming out of college. And then they got uh, Jordan Ivey from Purdue. He was really good last year. He's a rookie. Um, and then they just picked up Wiseman from the Warriors. Building. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he, he was doing good. Um, whether he'll you know, do that next year, we'll see. But, but, yeah, that's the Eastern Conference. These last six teams all on losses. All of them. 11 is crazy. That that last 10 games, 0 and 10. <laughs> like, dog. Pretty bad. Pretty bad, dude. Let's go to this Western Conference, though. How about we? How about them Nuggets, dude? Fifty-two and twenty-eight, five and five in their last ten. Two losses. I mean, like you said, they're kind of sitting and resting. Yeah, clinched up. Same with the Grizzlies, Kings, and Suns. That's uh, so, second to fourth. Back to the Nuggets, real quick. Oh, Nuggets oh, just went against the Suns last night. Didn't nice. play any of their starters. Beautiful. Only lost by four points. Ah. Suns played all of their starters. Oh shit! Yes, and they all. Nuggets that's almost some good won news. That shit. Yeah, that's no, some good news. It was good coaching. Yeah, for sure. Now the players played really well. Christian Braun or Brown, I think, uh, is how you pronounce it. Played really well. He's a rookie for the Nuggets. That that dude's got ups. He can dude. dunk. Yeah, Duncan. He's from Kansas. Duncan uh, Donuts. He he's pretty good. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that game last night. Grizzly I like outcome. it. I like it. I like it. How about them Grizzlies? What do you think about them Grizzlies? Fifty and thirty, uh, seven and three in their last ten. Oh, coming off a loss, you know. But are they resting up too? What do you think? Uh, I think they have the number watch. two seed locked up. Yeah, um, I don't think gonna... they're concerned. Um, nah, not with the Kings at forty-eight and yeah. thirty-two. But they should be concerned with the Kings in the playoffs because I think the Kings are a real deal. Yeah. Uh, only concern. Well, we'll talk about the playoffs maybe after we talk about the standings. But yeah, we got the Kings at three right now. And then, then Suns, Clippers, Warriors, sixth place, forty-two and thirty-eight, mm-hmm. uh, seven and three in their last ten, coming off a loss though. I mean, they're in it, dude. In it to win it, huh? The This is a crazy – it's going to get crazy. Like the Lakers, it sounds like if they went out, could be the five seed. Mm. Pushing potentially the Warriors or the Clippers to the play-in game. Um, now, will the Lakers win out? They're going against the Suns tonight. 
Uh, the Suns are resting all their starters because they've clinched. LeBron the, would be so hype. They've clinched the fourth seed. So, you know, yeah, if they play in, if they're in the playing game, they could easily <clears> lose <throat> that shit. They, yeah. if they want to have any chance, they need to uh, crazy be locked in. Bye bye to the Rockets, Spurs, Trailblazers, Jazz, Mavs. I mean, Thunder, right? Yeah. Mavs and Thunder playing for that last spot. Yeah, for sure. last spot, last spot. They're both at well. Mavs are at thirty eight and forty two, and then we got the Thunder thirty nine forty two. Not not bad. We're gonna the um the Warriors. I mean, the West is more competitive, don't you think, or no? Oh yeah, I think the more West talent. is better from top to bottom, but I think the Eastern Conference's top is better. Maybe I don't know. I see. I you. don't know. I see. You. Sorry, what were you gonna say, Dave? Oh, I was gonna say the Warriors. Um, Jordan Poole went off for eighteen points in the fourth quarter the other night to beat OKC in like a really close game. So I thought that was pretty badass. Yeah, I saw that. And also, um, Andrew Wiggins is at, is back at practice. So nice. That's really positive for our playoff run. Did we ever hear why he was out? I heard some rumors. <clears throat> I honestly don't know. I he said it was like an illness or something, but it wasn't like severe or something. Gotcha. I don't know. I never really like got the specifics. I heard allegedly. This is like kind of like gossip, but I heard allegedly that his best friend. Um, his uh, his daughter child is actually his best friend's child. Mm. So like his best friend basically fucked his wife and that. And he just found kid, that info. Yeah, and he just found that out. So he's been taking time away from the team. That's what I heard. Uh, mm. You know, I'm sure we'll find out in time if that's true or not. But that's what I heard. Damn. Yeah, so crazy. But um, yeah, I think everyone's. I mean, actually, no one's locked in yet. The Clippers through Dallas. No one's clinched a playoff berth. So like realistically. I don't see this happening, but the Clippers, Warriors, and Los Angeles, potentially one of them could be out of the really? playoffs. Yeah, because they haven't clinched Wow. Yet. I mean, yeah, if you look at these standings, there ain't no clinching right here. Yep. The only thing clinching Intense. is that booty hole. Oof. I know, for all these teams, Clippers, Warriors, yeah, Lakers, Pelicans, Timberwolves. Look at the Timberwolves, too. Down there, 40-40. Thunder, the Mavs. Mavs are tanking. Yeah, Mavs have been tanking. It's Kyrie crazy. basically started the Kyrie, that. I mean, is it really Kyrie's fault, though? I mean, I don't think they were that good. I mean, they're three and seven. Luka been getting worked for years. Like, he's I mean, been getting worked, They bro. went to the Western Conference Finals last year. They did. Year, they did. They, they were, were... Got, got kind of lucky getting there, in my opinion. But uh, he's been hurt. Luka's been hurt. Yeah, Kyrie's been, been hurt. hurt. Yeah, like, true. Next year, we'll see what's up. Yeah. I think They're Luka... probably going to be doing great next year. Maybe. Uh, Kyrie's a free agent. they're going to be – oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so oh, fuck. this is just okay. a rental. I, I didn't know it was a one-year. Yeah, this is just a rental. They're like, fuck it, let's get Kyrie. Hopefully we can make something happen. Fuck. Didn't know that. Well, never mind. I mean. Luca's there for a while. Mark Cuban ain't letting go of him. If I'm Luca, I'm trying to leave, bro. Really? Probably. I mean, they can't build a team around him. I mean, you're right. They haven't Luka's been able to. a great player. He's top five in the league. Where do you see him going if, then if he's leaving? Uh, it's hard to say. I don't know. Yeah. He'd probably he'd have to be a free agent. But uh, Where would you like to see him go? I don't know. Nuggets would be cool. Luka to the Nuggets. Yeah. Luka to the Nuggets. Luka and Doc What would you do? Jokic, dude. Jokic and Luka, we would not lose. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, our defense would be probably lacking because Luka's defense isn't very good. But uh, Yo, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Score 120 yeah. points every if, night. If you score more points, you win. <laughs> yeah, so, seriously. That's what it comes down we to. We drop <laughs> – dude – we would be dropping so many points. Yeah. Oh, so crazy. Uh, All right. Those are your standings, though. Let's talk playoffs. Yep. Uh, Dave, who's your sleepers 
uh, for the well, not even sleepers. They're just like who are you looking at in the Western Conference, and you're like, I think they're gonna do really well. Um, the Kings, I think, are gonna be a, one of the best coach teams in the, the entire Western Conference, I'm, and I think that's gonna echo into the way that they rotate and the way that they play. And the thing about the Kings is their concentration of talent is not. It's not quite like they have. Like obviously they got Darren Fox and Demontis Sabonis, but like everyone there knows what their job is. And because of that, you have like a synergy to where there's not like the pressure to ISO someone or to like give people reps because you're like, oh, he's head and shoulders above me talent wise. And so I think that with Mike Brown's coaching and Darren Fox leading the way, I think that offense is just going to be really hard to stop. I don't think any defense is prepared for that. I 100% agree with you. Uh, the Kings are my kind of dark horse. Everyone's looking at the Suns and the Nuggets, and I'm looking at the Kings like, fuck, bro. Like, I'm See, not kind of scary. The Nugs are too too talented to be a dark yeah. horse. They're, they should for be sure. the golden child of the whole West. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? They're the baby face we were talking West. about this. I think if the Nuggets don't go to the Western Conference Finals, I think it's kind of a bust. Not bust-like team, but just year. That being said, um, our homie Josh, shout out Josh, he was saying that if they don't win the title, then he considers that kind of like, because they're, they're so good, they have all this talent, they weren't healthy last year, that was the only thing preventing them from making a run last year, so. Yeah. The Nuggets have, like, championship written all over them. They if, do, they do. I'm looking, we, oh, go ahead. If we don't get to the NBA Finals, then I'm going to be disappointed. Um, if we get to the Western Conference Finals, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, something, you know, th- some things didn't go our way. Uh, but if we don't get out of the second round, bro, Mike Malone, what do you? You gotta go. You gotta go. He's dude. fired for me. You gotta Can't even do it in round one. Yeah. But let's talk about this uh, playoff picture right here. I actually pulled off this playoff. Uh, pulled like a up bracket. This play- yeah, the actual bracket on NBA.com. We're talking about these play-in tournaments right now. We got the Timberwolves versus OKC nine and ten. Winner of that will face Denver. Um, and then we got the other playoff right now where it sits at Lakers versus the Pelicans. Those are the two playoffs, and then, you know, winner of that. Brandon Ingram to... and his old team. Yeah, Memphis. That could be a... Pelicans are nice. Did, did you guys see that um, Zion has already been declared medically unfit, potentially to even participate in the playoffs this yeah, year? Yeah, I believe it. When I, yeah, I mean, we saw him warm up, I think, but unless they make it to, like, the Western Conference Finals, then he's not suiting up. Mm. So. He is just injury prone right I, now. He's not a bust in the sense that, like, when you think of I like, mean, when you think of Greg Oden, you think of like a dude who was like super anticipated to walk into the league and just wreak havoc, and then just wasn't that good. I feel like Zion yeah. is that good when he's on the court. He's that good. It's just can he be on the court? Yeah, he's a medical liability at this point. Yeah, I mean, we see this with NFL players. It's like you, if you're like we saw with MPJ, like you, you play through the pain, or. Or sit out until you get a massive contract extension, and then you're like, okay, now I can go all out because I have all this guaranteed money. We saw with MPJ. MPJ, you know, they were like, oh, is he healthy enough? He played and then got his contract extension, sat out the next year because mm. he's like, I got my bag. You know what I mean? I don't have to prove anything. Like, I don't think Zion, in my opinion, he's getting a max contract anywhere he goes. And I, I think he yeah. deserves it because when he plays, He's, He's a, a beast. great player. The beast. Pelicans, when Zion was playing, were the number one seed. In the, yeah. And now that Zion's not playing, the Pelicans are barely in the playoffs. Barely in it. May not even make it to the playoffs. You have to beat the Lakers Well, the, exactly. right now. They got Zion not sit, or not suiting up, and they got Lonzo Ball, who's been out for extended time. Uh, Lonzo's with the Bulls, I think. Oh, they traded him to the Bulls? Yeah, that was a minute ago. I think um, he signed with the Bulls last year. He just year. hasn't played, so that goes to show how like much I've seen he, he him. He played last year, but yeah. He hasn't played this year like at all. 
But the Pelicans have CJ McCollum, who's nice. They got mm-hmm. uh, Brandon Ingram, who's nice. Been nice. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty For much years. it as far as the nice, the nice players. But they got a decent squad. Let's talk the actual game now. This is still, I mean, there's still time, obviously. But if if it were to happen, Lakers versus Pelicans, who's winning? Do you think? Uh, I mean, I'm a LeBron fan, so I'm probably going Lakers. Lakers but on that one. They just have more talent, I think. I think. LeBron's better than Ingram, and I think Anthony Davis is better than C.J. McCollum. So, mm. I mean, your okay. star players show out. Uh, yeah. I got Lakers in that one. How about you, Dave? Um, <clears throat> it depends. If LeBron suits up, which he's in, he's assumed to, then I would say the Lakers take it. But if it's just A.D. versus Ingram, I'm probably leaning towards Ingram. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, let's talk about the other one where it stands right now. I mean, still hypo- hypothetical. OKC or, or uh, the Timberwolves? Probably OKC. Um, I think so. Yeah, Rudy Gobert does terrible in the playoffs. Oh, yep. Um, so, you know, he's basically a liability. <laughs> really? Oh, Dang. for sure. With the Jazz, bro, they didn't do shit. They didn't Donovan do shit. Mitchell, I mean, you're right, you're right, you're right. Donovan right. Mitchell kills it, and, like, Rudy Gobert just is not— Drops the ball His only the playoff highlights is getting his ankles cooked on mismatches from, like, point guards. Yeah. That's about oh, it. Man. Yeah, it's uh, he's not a postseason player just because he's so one-dimensional. He's a defensive player, and that's it. I see you. Paint defensive player. How about you? Are you agreeing with him? OKC taking that one? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. It's like not by a crazy margin, but I think OKC is really young. And when you have those younger teams, um, the youth allows you to have a little bit more energy. Like I've always said this about like the Nuggets in the past. Like whatever team – can run for 48 minutes just a little bit better has an edge. And I think mm. in this scenario, that's going to be their edge. I see you. So, um, well, I agree with both of you on that actually. And let's, let's move on to the rest of these seeds. We got Denver in the first seed, uh, facing the eighth. And then we got Memphis in the second seed facing the seventh. Let's talk about the Suns versus Clippers four and five. Who's winning that game? Uh, definitely the Suns. Paul George, it sounds like he's going to get reevaluated. Paul George is out with an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, he's getting reevaluated. I think if Paul George is healthy, then they have a chance. Uh, but You're the, coming back off an injury, though. Exactly. And the Suns have KD, Devin Booker, and, and Chris Paul. I mean, and DeAndre Ayton. So, like, those four alone are really, really good. So, mm-hmm. uh, But I think the Clippers could match up if they have Paul George. You put Kawhi on KD. You put Paul George on Devin Booker, and then you got Russell Westbrook on Chris Paul. You know, I think that matchup is pretty decent. Uh, who do you put on DeAndre Ayton? I don't know, but mm. so it, I love this insight from Mr. Winston. Isn't, no, it, isn't it? Isn't it nice? I love it. It's all facts. It is all facts, dude. I love it. You're in this shit. Um, let's talk about this. The war or no? Who you got for that game? Then I should keep going around. I, I mean, it just depends. I think that like the Suns. Have no reason to lose that, but the Clippers. If the Clippers show up, like they have, like with Kawhi, like Kawhi's two way ability, he's like obviously he's injury prone and he's not what he once was. But his ability to just kind of like, if Kawhi is on KD, for example, like that's going to be a fun matchup to watch as a fan. Mm. Yeah, and that, be, that's a good matchup and if, to watch. And then if they they rotate and they throw they try to throw Paul George, um, well he's not going to really be participating. But if you try to switch Kawhi then back on to, like, Devin Booker. If Devin Booker has the ball, I think he, Devin Booker will probably get bullied, but he'll he'll have and one foul trouble. That's just kind of one of his bread and butters. We've all seen Devin Booker hit, like, the and one on the three and then sit there, lay down with his head like this, trying to be like, <laughs> trying to see if he made it. And then 
all the memes. It's like when homegirl puts her hair back, it's like, damn. <laughs> but no, that's a good one. Um, I don't. I like that. That's one. gonna be fun to watch, honestly, as a fan. Just simply put, I kind of as a, I don't want to applaud the Clippers, but I want the Suns to lose. Yeah, Does that makes sense. I want the Suns to lose. I'm. I'm Clippers about- are a rival of the Warriors, and I don't want them to win. But I would rather see them in some circumstance than. Suns. As a Nuggets fan, I'm worried about the healthy Suns and uh, the Kings. That's who I'm worried about. I'm not worried about Memphis. I'm not worried about uh, Golden State. Golden State, really. I'm not really worried about the Clippers. I'm worried about the Lakers. I'm not worried about anyone else other than the Suns and the, and the Kings. Mm. Okay, and that is this is a Denver Nuggets expert right here, dude. All right, <laughs> I'm my man. Answer, but... my, I mean, yeah, you do your thing. You do your thing, dude. Um, let's talk Eastern Conference. How about these playing tournaments here? Uh, like, like I said, these plans are you know subject to change, but these are a little more locked in than we the other. We actually have ones. one more in the Western Conference. Oh, have, really? Oh, have, did we skip one? What I skip? Kings, oh, I did skip it. I apologize. Kings My bad, Warriors. Dave. What do let's you... let let's let Dave t- kick this one off with the Warriors um, versus the Kings. That's so. a hard win for the uh, Golden State Warriors, yeah, man. That's tough. It'd be that's fun though. Big it's, tough. It's um. What Mike, if they do it though? Mike Brown going against Steve Kerr. Yeah. If they do coach. it, you know if. I I mean the I think I, the Warriors could win against anyone in the fr- in the first round other than the Nuggets I think and I'm biased obviously but I think the Warriors have a they have championship caliber team so I mean we have the most playoff slash championship experience in the NBA by a huge metric it's like not even close because we have Steph Clay and Dre like mm. starting three that have gotten like how many appearances in the NBA Finals so that being said um, we kind of know how to prioritize like what's important when it comes to ball in the postseason. And I think like last year, I if you would have asked me, are the Warriors going to win the NBA Finals? I would have told you probably not. But Winston and I got to see with our own two eyes game three against the Nuggets that like the Nuggets were had that game in the bag and out of nowhere, like probably a minute or so left. Um, Jokic was trying to back up. Like he wasn't quite in the paint yet, but he was in like deep two range and he was trying to like post up Draymond and Draymond just – steals the ball and that was kind of the momentum swing that we needed so like that being said can dream on dude the war- that's what the like and if the warriors are gonna have everyone back like if we're gonna have andrew wiggins back he was like 22 a night in the postseason last year like he got posters against um luca he got a poster against um memphis like we all remember these things we've got so much talent to spread the ball around it's we're a very frustrating team to guard especially with steph so that and also another thing to consider <clears throat> clay's having his best three-point shooting year of his career he's hit more threes this year than if i'm not mistaken he's ever hit so, so be careful so clay is be on careful clay's on mm. not necessarily on fire but he's streaky so yeah I, can, I mean he can have a really good <clears throat> game against you in our our defense is good the only question mark is our bench our bench is like yeah it's like goddamn. like we have jonathan kaminga who's a beast we have like moses moody who's like really good offensively but i don't know quite defensively so it's just going to be a, a game of matchups. Like, let's face it. Like, Darren Fox is not getting stopped. DeMontis Sabanis is not getting stopped. But how can we get Draymond to interrupt what they want to do? Because if, like, we can stop the fast break, because Darren Fox lives on the fast break. I want to say they're one of the most fast break prone teams in the league. Oh, yeah. make makes sense. So we can't, like, like, we play small ball, as everyone knows. We got Kevin Looney, who's our, like, big man. Shout out Kevin Looney. He's a dog. But, like, we're, we don't win the offensive board game you know what i mean we have to just put up a bunch of shots and then manage to win and that's their same key to victory i have no idea who to bet on but i'm happy with whoever wins this because if the warriors win <clears throat> obviously that's my team the kings used to play in kansas city in the 80s 
So I'm, I've always been a fan of the Kings. They've always been kind of like the fucking black sheep of California basketball, like the least popular franchise. And mm-hmm. I'm happy to see it. Like I was a fan of them back when Boogie was the best dude on the team. So if they went, whoever wins that series is Western Conference Finals bound, more so the Kings. But if the Warriors do it, that's a huge test. If the Warriors can beat the Kings, that says that our defense is competent enough for anyone in the West. Now, mm. Warriors Nuggets. Yeah, if they beat the Kings, I'm going to be like, Warriors yeah, Nuggets okay. I'm gonna for be like, Western Whoa. Conference Finals, if that's even bracketably possible. Yeah. Insane. Like, I know we're going to go to a game and we're going to spend a lot of money. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, would, I would definitely be down to go. We just gotta, you guys, go, don't you guys have to keep it up, though? Like, can't you lose the sixth seed? I'm pretty sure you guys yeah. can lose that. I mean, like, they, you guys got to keep it up right now. Low key, I wouldn't mind if we end up as the seventh seed because then that puts us playing Memphis, and I think we match up a little bit better. But you have you. to get, play in the play You got to play in the play in against the Pelicans or something. Yeah, we would have to, like, win the play in yeah. right away. So I don't want to be in the play in. I never want to humor having to earn your spot. But if that being a case, that's kind of a blessing in disguise. You guys key. aren't locked yet. No. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I don't blame you if for we win against Memphis. If we win our next game, and then it's like with us winning, and then I think one other team losing or two other teams losing, that means we are um you need we the miss Lakers the plan. We'll we'll, sure. we'll guarantee our um six seed or better. You need the Lakers to lose. Uh, yeah, for sure. they're seven. Seed. I think it's like Lakers and Clippers lose, Pelicans. and then we win. And you need the Pelicans to lose too because they're forty one and thirty nine as well. Yeah, one of those. Well, we, I don't know what our um our matchups are because like some of those teams will play twice a year mm. so those are kind of like lakers have the tiebreaker on you guys mm-hmm. so, so that's why we're like when we only had one game more or one more win we're only a half game ahead of them we'll see yeah. what happens man it's pretty pretty crazy in the west crunch let's, time let's talk east yep. a little bit we got uh 10 and 9 toronto and chicago 40 and 40 38 and 42 what are you thinking in that if you know who you picking i guess i could say and um, on the wins. I thought the seven and the ten play against each other, and the eight and the nine. No, I got nine and ten, and then seven and eight on this Eastern Conference they play on against NBA. Each other? Yeah, right now, yeah, huh. where they where we're standing, yeah, seven and eight, and then nine and ten. Okay, and then um, we get the winner of nine and ten, and the winner of seven and eight. Toronto's a really good, uh, really well coached team, um, so I'd probably go with Toronto. Toronto have, over the Bulls. Yeah, they have Pascal Siakam, but. You know, Hot sauce. What else do you say? You yeah, know. I mean Chicago's got Zach Levine and then Demar Derozan, um, and then Nikola Vujicic, Vujicic, something like that. Nice. So they have some decent, decent players. But who yeah. are you thinking, Dave? Who, who's winning that game if if it stands? Mm, I mean, there it's not a lot of like apples to apples comparison. You know, it's like see you. who does Chicago have? Zach Levine, and then beyond that, Demar Derozan. Oh yeah, and Nicole. I just listed them. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, I just maybe everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that those players don't like jump out to me just tells me that they're like not as synonymous with winning as they are just being popular players. So not outright, just within Chicago. Yeah. So that's kind of a coin flip for me, to be honest. Yeah. I wouldn't bet on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be comfortable. Yeah, either. same. I'm just gonna randomly say Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk seven and uh, eight though. Atlanta and Miami. Atlanta and Miami. Miami sitting at forty three and thirty seven. Then we got Atlanta forty one thirty nine. Got Miami all the way. You yeah. think so? I got Miami. Tyler yeah. Hero, Jimmy Butler. Tyler Hero, bro. They're like they're definitely a better team, you know. Yeah. And they're really well coached. Who Eric, does Atlanta have? Eric Spolstra. They have Trey Young. They got Trey Young. I think uh, John Collins, Clint Capella. Um, I see you. That's pretty much it as far as well, stars. This is if it stands, you know. 
in and the then, heat of seeing the postseason with the Jimmy Butler era, so they know what it looks like to go on a run. For sure. So, they went to the finals. So the Trey Young ago. and company don't really know what this looks like. Yeah. Well, well, the seven seed, whoever win, I guess whoever wins that game is going to have to play Boston. Good luck. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. You're out. On yeah. top of that, um, Miami that's... plays good defense as to where like Atlanta's got yeah. historically bad defense. For sure. Especially because of Trey Young. Yeah. yeah, and then who I, I mean, yeah. That, that's what's happening. And we got Milwaukee number one. Celtics number two, waiting waiting on their lunch, basically. Yep, you know what facts. I'm saying? They're waiting on their lunch for this next uh, uh, first yeah. round. But let's talk Cleveland, and let's talk the Knicks. Who's winning that? Cleveland, and easy. Why? Knicks got first-round exit written all over them. We were talking about it earlier Knicks a little have, bit. When you watch Knicks basketball, it's like they have moments of like what seems like chemistry when you see their players doing the thing, and the next thing you know, They'll call a timeout and then they'll substitute a player and you're like, damn, you guys look like you were going on a little bit of run. Like Julius Randle can put the team on his back for moments because he's of a good scorer. We all know this, but besides that, like, didn't they get one of the players from Memphis or they got Jalen Brunson from yeah, Dallas? From Dallas, sorry. So like, he's a he's a great player, but like all things considered, mm, like I don't right. know. <laughs> I just don't I see got the Knicks. Cleveland too. I just. You got Cleveland too, right? Uh, I think so. I mean, the Knicks decent. They squad. can do it. They can do Julius it. Julius Randle averaging. They really 25. can. But I just Randle's a beast. That's the best dude on that team. Brunson's averaging twenty four. R.J. Barrett's averaging twenty. Um, quickly is averaging fifteen. He's a really good defensive player. So I mean, they got a decent squad. Uh, now, can they beat the Cavaliers with Donovan Mitchell and Evan Mobley? Um, mm. I don't think so. Let's let's not forget Donovan Mitchell. With him and Rudy Gobert in Utah, again, this is kind of like basketball math. This doesn't necessarily work. But Donovan Mitchell is like a rookie took out like MVP Russell Westbrook in OKC with like Steve Adams and other competent players basically by himself. So I think that he will have no issues going against the Knicks. Now, yeah. that's again, this is that doesn't work. This is not like math that you can equivalent to wins. It, yeah. but, works, but the rationale that Donovan Mitchell, he's done it before. He's gone against a team that was more talented. And like put the team on his back per se. Yeah, so. I think Knicks have better coaching because they have Tom Thibodeau. That's a fact. Um, but uh, Donovan Mitchell is just a beast, and players beast, players yeah. win games. And Donovan Mitchell's by far the best player on that court. Doing good this year. I've been such so. a fan of him since he left Utah. Like, yeah, I was a fan with him with Utah. I was but... too, but I hate. I just I'm not a fan of that franchise. Same. I don't I... like the 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 people there. Sorry, Jazz. It's just they have a they're notorious franchise like they're the franchise. We're not that a jazz podcast. Well, right? like, like we're not hating, but like it's <laughs> why is it like so unanimous? Our con like the consensus in the NBA is if you're more likely to get yelled racial obscenities by the fans, it's most likely going to happen there. Someone like, in Utah yeah. just shut it's not shit even off. it's not even close. <laughs> Someone in Utah was on exit. <laughs> so like I'm not trying to call anybody out. I'm just like happy that they lost someone that was that talented, and now they're just like doing great elsewhere. That just makes me happy. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the Philly versus Brooklyn, dude. I I think that's a great game. The Nets can do it, but I mean, 76ers got that MVP on their team. I don't know if you're gonna really do it. I guarantee those odds are gonna be against you. Yeah, but I still think they could do it randomly, like kind of like the you know, if it were to happen, kind of like the Warriors pulling it off against the Kings. It's like whoa. Yeah. I mean, the Nets don't have any stars. I mean, they got Mikael Bridges. They got rid of everybody. Mikael Bridges is averaging 27 points. He's killing it this year. He used to be with the Suns. And they got Dinwiddie, a former CU player. Shout out Dinwiddie. Him. Um, but, I mean, you know, you got Joel Embiid averaging 33 points. 
You got um, the MVP on your team. You're guaranteed to and win, they have basically. James Harden, right? James Harden averaging 21 points and 10 assists. And then you got uh, Maxi, which is a really good young player, Absolutely. averaging 20 points. So, I mean, Philly's just a better better team than doing Brooklyn. good this year, man. It would be extra Three Philly seed. of them to lose, though. It would, it would be very Philly. I just don't see it happening. Against the Nets, too. That would be yeah. the Nets after a rebuild. Watch the Nets go to the, like, the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie and fucking KD. That would be so funny. I don't uh, actually see that happening, yeah. but for the sake of humor, it would be like a big slap to the face. Do you know how hype Jay-Z would get if the Nets won? Super hype. Against this third seed, if it happens. Um, I don't know. They're a little more, Brooklyn's a little more locked in than I would say the Warriors are for their sixth seed, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I think they can only uh, switch with Miami. Yeah. And they're a full game. They're a full game. What are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah, he's all say it, dudes. I, I think I think the bottom team of the Western Com- bottom teams of the Western Conference are better than the bottom teams of the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. But the top three teams of the Eastern Conference are like really, really good. Like, I mean, look at Milwaukee, fifty-eight and twenty-two, dude. Like, damn. Son. Yeah, Milwaukee's I'm, almost guaranteed to go to the Eastern Conference that's, Finals. Yeah. That's the team that I wouldn't like if the Warriors can somehow, or any team from the West, can squeeze their way. To the NBA Finals, the only team that I think that is like unstoppable is Milwaukee. Like Boston, take this with a grain of salt. Like Warriors have their number, and if the Warriors have a blueprint to beating Boston, a lot of teams can mimic said blueprint. Will they execute? That's to be determined. But do they have the tools? Boston has such a good defensive lineup. Like we saw it last year, they had like a seventy-some percent chance to win. Like the odds were super in their favor against the Warriors. Warriors beat him in like what was it six games? Like I think so. So <laughs> yep. we never like the reason I say yeah. that is just like the like Giannis is one of those players where if Giannis decides tonight's the night I drop forty points, then that's 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 not that's what he's gonna do. It's there's just... not a single thing you can do to stop him other than maybe try to pick a fight with him and get him ejected. Yeah, there's not a single thing. There's no one that can match up with him and, the... and guard him really really well. Nope. I mean, you could put like I I always. Say Draymond's a great defender. Put Draymond on Giannis, and Giannis is gonna put like twenty five on his head. Oh, fa- without even thirty. Yeah, easy. So, and I don't know. I just don't think that Giannis. There's a genetic formula that exists at this moment to stop that. He, the only thing that stops him is himself, and he's got yep. Chris Middleton now, which is what he didn't have last year. So this again, he has no reason I think to lose. Like yep. no exaggeration, I think they're probably my favorites for the entire NBA right now. Okay. Yeah, for the championship mm-hmm. like if, I'm, I'm looked if i was gonna bet on who's gonna like win the nba championship that's my favorite i like it yeah those are good odds milwaukee those are, good, pull those those are good odds dude pull them up pull them up um we're gonna start talking march madness here in a sec whoa breaking news jalen brown hold on uh-oh jalen brown cut hand on vase celtic star expects to be ready for playoffs after receiving five stitches in his hand why are you playing with a vase dude Stupid. Why are you playing with a vase? I could show you. See what during finals time or not finals time, tournament time, dude. You're gonna cut. Damn, he is. You should. You looks a little, like a snowboard thing. glove, dude. Holy he shit. is. He is wrapped up. So we got Milwaukee How big Bucks. Big was this vase? Uh, plus two forty. Wow. Favorites. Then we have the Celtics plus three sixty. Okay. Then we have the Suns at plus five hundred. They're the favorites coming out of the West. That's a little odd. That's a little odd. Yeah. Um, is this based on partial odds from people's money already being spent? I'm sure. Yeah. Because uh, KD went, and the odds probably that's crazy. just won. They're like the four seed. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, why? Then we got the 76ers plus 850. 
Nuggets plus 950. How are we under all of these teams? Get this. Warriors plus 950. The Warriors are tied How do you guys have the same odds as us? I don't know. Put put money on the fucking Nuggets, dude. Yeah, what? Fuck Vegas. That's good odds, dude. No, but honestly, those are good odds. Dude, Memphis. pick them up. Memphis Grizzlies, the two seed, plus 1,900. They're the second seed. Yeah, I know. Damn, they aren't giving the West any. the Kings... Plus six thousand five hundred. That's, That's a, a good pick. That's the bet. That might be the bet, dude. Holy shit! That's on Fanduel. Yep. Plus six thousand. So what? If I'm you picking bet, that if you up. Bet ten bucks. Do you get like six hundred? Uh, yeah. Ten. Like six hundred. Yeah. I might throw money on that, dude. The Kings can do it. Yeah, I mean that's to win the. So they have to. But that's have us to, betting against our Nuggets. And they would have to beat the Bucks, 76ers, or the or I don't the know Celtics. If doing that. I, I don't know. If I think they could that. make it out of the West, but I, I don't see them beating. I the think Bucks the Bucks would beat them in a, sure. in a in a finals, and especially in a finals that the Kings have. Ne- that's too big of a stage for them. Yeah, that's too much pressure, dude. Yeah, but I mean, six thousand five hundred odds. That's, that's a good. I don't know if I'd bet ten, but I'd throw five dollar on her. Yeah, I mean shit. I mean that's crazy. The five the Lakers the Lakers have plus three thousand plus nine hundred for the Nuggets. That's a good. The Nuggets can beat the Bucks. They gonna have to try hard, but yeah. it's gonna they, <laughs> they could, could do they could do it. Yeah, I mean Giannis so. could guard Jokic, but um, and we don't have really anyone to guard Giannis. I'd say Aaron Gordon. We'd probably throw on him or Jeff Green. Yeah, but they're not stopping him. Thanks. No one's, no, no one's, one's stopping, stopping him. No one's stopping Giannis. Anywhere. We just have to outscore him. Yep, we, that's literally it. But wow, those odds are throwing me. Throwing me for a loop. Let's talk March Madness. Let's talk March now that Madness. Ended. Now that it's gone. Bye-bye, yeah. March Madness. Uh, let's but hold talk. on. But before we get into March Madness, I just want to say, did you guys see that um, the team – I don't even know the name of it, but the team that Matt McClung plays for in the G League won the G League championship? Oh. I did not see that. That just happened. Like, I want to say – That is one Matt McClung that went dunk off contest. for the dunk contest. Yeah. Went off. Crazy. Yeah. That – well, regardless, for those who aren't familiar, the G League is like the developmental league for the NBA. If you go back into the history, it originally got started. This is going to sound pretty uh, crazy, but the first player ever signed to the G League was Chris Anderson. Chris Birdman Anderson. Hell yeah. They basically designed it for a player like him. They were like, damn, this dude's really raw, but he's too good to stay in college. So we got to give you that little like entry level. And the G League also gets utilized for players coming off injury. It's a way to get back in basketball shape with less pressure. It's awesome. But Matt McClung, you won the dunk contest. You deserve to be on a team. <laughs> he averages like 30 a night in the G League. Damn. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we got some NBA? comments. Um, I seen them. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so, Brandon Franklin said, Denver all the way. Denver versus 76ers or Milwaukee. Don't matter who we win. In. That'd be pretty fun. Dude, Hell I yeah. think Denver's going far, man. I really yeah, think they are. I, I hope so. I'm only worried about Phoenix. If they're, they're the four seed, we will face them in the second round if they win. You know, obviously that's a big test, and so then a huge test, Western yeah. Conference Finals probably looking at either Memphis or the Kings. I mean, either one of those are you know tests for sure. I'd rather go against Memphis than the Kings, but right. you know, should have worn my Nuggets hat today. <laughs> Where's your Nuggets hat? No, I'm just kidding. Right, but let's talk March Madness. Um, we had UConn. I mean, I hate to tell you guys, I hate to say, told you so. I know you guys don't give a shit, but. I told you so. Yeah. UConn won, dude. You called UConn. Called it. UConn in the Total Final Four. Total basketball school, both men and women. Yeah. yeah. They they did it. They did it. Uh, not much else to say. I mean, they destroyed. What, what was that stat you said? Uh, the 
they beat every single team by double digits, which is like unheard that of. That was in, their tournament. In March Madness. That was their tournament. Yeah, like, that's crazy. They destroyed. UConn destroyed. Good job, UConn. I should have put money on it. Yeah. Should have put money on it. I had it. money on San Diego State. Wow. Yeah. And they only got the like final four. 59 points Yeah, for that last finals game. Yeah. Didn't they lose on like a last-minute shot? Uh, San Diego State? No, they beat uh, FAU in a last-second shot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the final four. Everybody thought FAU was going to win. Yeah. Good game. Um, good game. Uh, UConn's fifth national championship since 1999, Insane. which is like more than any other school, mm. which is definitely more than that's any pretty. School. That's pretty dope, dude. No, Shout is. out Connecticut. I remember last time I watched them when we were in college when they won. Who was um? I want to say it was like a point guard for them that went to the league. Kemba Walker. Not not that year specifically, but Jeremy Lamb. I, maybe Something him. Lamb. Regardless, that was like. That school just churns natties in our lifetime. Yeah. They took a break. It's been a while since they were competitive, but this year they fucking killed it. And mm. the Yukon girls has won a bunch of natties. Oh, for sure. So, Let's talk girls <laughs> tournament. Yeah. Let's talk girls tournament. LSU pulling the craziness. First of all, so we didn't even They were we didn't huge even talk underdogs. About, huge underdogs. We we should rewind to the final four because we we had South Carolina like We did we have had South a, Carolina. They were like minus, All of us said South Carolina. They were Carolina like minus twenty five hundred favorites going into that game. Taken out by Caitlin Clark herself. Yeah. Iowa. I think she had like forty points and ten assists or some shit. She's had like a double double or regardless. Now, I don't she, know about triple double, but she she's been going off. off. That yeah. that girl is going off or went off. I mean it's over now, but Yeah. It was it was cool to see. Um, I didn't watch the final four games, but I did watch that finals, and it was it was a good game. Yeah. LSU, like I said, dude, LSU pulled pulled it against the odds. Everybody was looking at Caitlin Clark, but you got to look at the the whole LSU team. That whole team did great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the NBA finals odds. Like what the it fuck? It, what <laughs> the fuck? Right? Yeah, those odds were crazy. Those odds were crazy, bro. Yeah. If you really looked at those odds before that game. Everybody said LSU was going to lose because everyone was so high on Caitlin Clark. Yeah. They're like, this chick just pulled 40 points in the last game. Yep. No one's going to stop her. She's already – she's heating up for that finals game. And they shut, They didn't shut her out. She still went off. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't enough. I mean, we had Car- – I was telling you guys about that Carson's – Jasmine Carson's. She went off. She hadn't had – she only had like two, three points in the last five games or something, three games. And then she dropped like – 26 points and whatever else, whatever her other stats were. And then taking out Iowa. Yep. I mean, not much else to say other than that. Do you guys think she should, she should go pro or do you guys think she should come back? Clark? Yeah. She's a – she has one more year, right? She's a junior. I think so. I think she can come back for another She's year. She's a junior. Angel Reese is a sophomore. They got years. I, I'd, I don't know. I, I don't um, watch that WNBA, so I really don't know how competitive it is. Like that, do you think? I mean, she's dropping forty points. Yeah, I she's, mean, she'll make more money. She's at a very she'll make way more money. interesting corner though, because uh, she's like they have the the nil deals. Yeah. I guarantee you that she'll if she decides to stay, her nil money will be never. It'll never get better than it is based on her popularity now. For sure. But she's also gambling with can I put up a similar year than the year I just made? Because if you if you fathom you can't, or risk Ugh. that you can't, yeah. your draft stock drops dramatically. Yeah. It's, it's it's a different deal now with the NIL. Before NIL, absolutely 100%. You go leave. You go leave. Exactly. You go yeah. get your check. You've been working go your whole life. Right. Now you're securing the back. There's a lot of these college students are entering the like NFL, NBA. Like I don't, I can't speak to the NIL deals for WNBA, but 
a lot of those dudes are walking onto like the pro fields a millionaire. If which I... changes a lot. Mm -hmm. yep. That changes so much because when you're when you're not like when you're trying to go secure those millions per se, you're you're hungrier, but you're also kind of a yes man or yes person per se. And by doing that, like you have less uh it's like less empowerment. You know what I'm saying? And For so sure. when you when you walk in the league and you have a little bit of like you have some capacity of generational wealth, you've kind of earned a bag you're a little bit more conscious of your career and a little less eager just to prove yourself. And I think that'll like that'll just like the cream rise to the top and I think that's what we're going to get. Yep. Now, we're also going to get a bunch of players like the Christian Leitners, you know what I'm saying, who are going to get the NIL deals who by the time they go league everyone's going to look around the room and be like they never had it. They were mm -hmm. just good when they were. But yeah. if I was a college student, bro, I would I would try to ride out that eligibility, bro. Really? Take an extra take an extra year, but like I also See, have the mentality that like I'm just earning a bag and I don't want to like lose set bag. You know See, what I mean? I look bigger picture though. I look more future. Like if I'm Caitlin Clark and I'm I'm in her shoes, I'm going to the league. Going to the league and playing my hardest and trying to prove myself there before I get hurt in this potential next year. She can get hurt in this college year and then never play for the league. True. Why would you even risk it for a little bit of the same money you're probably going to be getting? Like, yeah. go get your money, go get your bag, and then compete against the best in the world and try and prove yourself against the best in the world. So what do you guys think is more popular? Do you think the NCAA women's is more popular than the, than the WNBA? Ooh, yeah, that's an I argument. Do. I, I do. do. I do think I the do. NCAA I is more. I can say, I didn't watch, I can say why, though. I've never watched a game of the WNBA. No, I was in tune for these finals. When the WNBA finals are going You're on. You're so right. I don't even hear about so, it. He's so right. So wow, okay. Well, that counters think, my argument pretty strongly. Well, I mean, but no, you're well, going to have guaranteed money, though, in the WNBA. You so. Guaranteed money and the injuries, man. That's what yeah. I'm thinking if I'm an athlete. You only have a certain amount of time if you're an athlete. And the NIL is only sponsorships. You can still get those as a WNBA player. You can, man. Yeah. It's I about would, how you make your career. If she's dropping 40 points every game, people are going to be like, dang, Kalen Clark's still making it. Yeah. Like The people that will tune in will tune in. But I would rather I go to a, um, <clears throat> like a WNCAA game, basketball game, than – uh, WNBA game for like a simple reason, two words, student section, like simple as that. Like those <laughs> this guy, no, for real. I'm saying like the, he's like fine college students. Sign me up. No, yeah, no, like, this we've guy. all, we've all like, okay. So we graduated from and his, and his Wu-Tang Crocs. Yes, sir. Dude. So come on, hold on. Dude. but we, okay. We, we all graduated from a division two athletic college. Okay. So like, we still like, we still filled every student section of every game that we attended. You know what I'm saying? And like, it was still a vibe. So imagine that, but Division One, where your student body isn't like 5K, it's like 20K. That's an entirely different boat. So like, it's so easy for students who don't have to pay a penny to go sit in those bleachers to be incentivized to go fill those bleachers. Yeah. And then you, as a fan, by proxy, are gonna have just a better time. Like, I saw this TikTok where this dude was walking around, and he was just like, "I'll give you a dollar, or I'll give you a front row seat to a WNBA playoff game." And you, almost every single person took the dollar. So. That does, like that does. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's like good or bad, but like I would just, I don't know. You, I think college football games, like with the exception of Chiefs games, I think college football games are way rowdier than your average pro game. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I if you're that. like attending a game, then you Th that's exactly what I'm saying. The product is going to be better in the WNBA as far as the on court product. Yeah. But the experience as a fan, the hype, like I feel, I like think is like college is just unparalleled. I think that applies to almost all sports. But you're Caitlin Clark and you're at Iowa. Yeah, like you're at I Iowa. Like, I mean, are bro, they even gonna get? It they're gonna back get the there bag. next year. 
Oh, well, the school, I can't you know speak to I mean? the school, but, like, like probably. She's going to get the bag. I could see it, but I, probably. So hear me out. But, in, I mean, in some cases. No one thought they were going to be there this year. Yeah, so what in makes the it. the championship, yeah. Yeah, true, in the championship. But what makes, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see next year. See I mean, what happens. There's a lot of changes. A lot of things are going to happen. So we don't know the dollars that they're talking about, but like there are, I guarantee you, right now, there's some NIL college like D1 football players who we all know who like their draft stock is probably like a day three or a day four guy, and they know that. But because they go to like East, like or like East Virginia University or something like that, and they're like the one dude on that whole team that's got league written all over them. They're probably racking in an NIL deal that's competent, if not more than what their rookie contract's going to be. Like, there's dudes who are walking into the NFL with, like, $10 million, $5 million in their pocket already, and they're going to go take a rookie deal in the fifth round for, like, five hundred k a year. You know what I'm saying? So I can't speak to the, the female basketball NIL deals or what any of that money looks like or the WNBA salary. I'm sure it's trash. I'm sure that they're not making a lot of money. Yeah. But, um... That being said, she might be financially incentivized to take the NIL money as opposed to the WNBA money. I mean, there's a lot of uh, women that played in the NCA, and I knew who they were, and I knew, you know, I knew they were really good. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the WNBA, and I have no idea who they play for. Like there was this one girl from UConn; she was really good. I forgot her name, but she was really good, and I I have no idea who she plays for in the WNBA. True. Um, they get like lost in the Brittany Griner. I know she played for Baylor in the NCAA. Don't know who she's with. No, no idea. Yeah, who I bet she's you couldn't name with. five teams in the um, WNBA. No, not L. A. Sparks. Okay, um, L. A. Sparks. There's the Liberty, like the New York Liberty. Um, <laughs> yeah. two. There's the Washington. Two teams. They, they have Washington has a team. It's like not the Wizards. Yeah, but it's I, like, can, I can name team. the city. Yeah, yeah. I can name has the mascots. A team. Yeah, yeah, you got to name the, the team. mascots. Is the hard part. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, I only know the Sparks because Magic Johnson owns them. <laughs> oh, really? Or owned part of them. Congrats to LSU. Congrats to UConn for your dubs in March Madness. That's what's up. What up, Potato? I see you in the chat. What up, Potato? PT. Um, let's talk MLB a little bit. Hit me okay. with a whistle, dude. There's no whistles on the MLB. Don't hit me with a whistle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, really? Ricky's so, in the stands. Where's the wh- whistle? Whistling, why isn't he whistling to get his attention? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all dun, 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 dun. dun. There's just whistles. So. <laughs> right. I don't watch baseball, y'all. So um, one thing worth <laughs> mentioning on baseball this year. Rays haven't lost. Since they've added the pitch timer rule and whatnot, MLB games have averaged 25 minutes less in length. That's nice. That's great. Isn't that nice? And, like, I watched a video. I might have mentioned this prior, but it showed, like, because before, they would take their sweet-ass time. They sweet would try to get the time. batters all, like, anxious on, at bat forever and, like, not pitch it to them. And, like, this um, – it was, like, an entire inning took place in, like, one at-bat because of, like, how the, how the, the cadence of the, the, the play is. One at-bat? Oh, no, that God. one at-bat. That would before. annoy me. That's why I don't go, bro. Like, you, well, you go what and are you, we get, doing? you get drunk. You I know. know. Like, Everybody's just going to party. It's not yeah. even – No, like, seventh inning stand no is one what even watches everyone baseball. cares about. Yeah, seventh inning stand and beyond is cool, especially when the games are back and forth. Outside of that, like I've never been to a Rockies game. Really. We're, we're gonna go. They're pretty it's, fun. It's fun. Yeah, but it's it's the atmosphere. It's not. I'm getting it's like the NCAA. I'm game. blacking out. Yeah, I'm gonna black out and throw up on myself. If we're going. If we're going to the Rockies, bring some sunscreen. I'm gonna throw up on myself. The whole that? stadium is in the sun. Yeah. Oh, really? The, the whole stadium, the entire stadium. I don't know. Shooters. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have an umbrella like one of those race ladies. Watching the just the visor with the umbrella. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good nah, idea. Nah, bro. Big umbrella. 
I don't care about nobody behind me. Like, oh yeah, I I'm hiding from that. the sun. <laughs> I feel like you can get under here too. Coors, did you know? Um, beers or Coors beers products are cheaper than pop at Coors Field. Really? Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Hell yeah, keep that going. They're about that life. Yeah. It's Coors Field. If you go to Coors and you don't get a like a like a, one of those Rocky Mountain banquet hitters, like you didn't go to Coors. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like all this Bud Light hate. Have you seen those Bud Light? Jokes oh yes. Bud Light Everybody's hating. Yeah, dude. It's great because I've been a haters. Coors Light guy for a really long time. So it's just yeah, I'm Team Coors Light because like, I'm Team Coors Light. It just tastes just better. We're, we're from Colorado. That's why. Yeah. I I mean I used to like Bud Light, but then I've Coors, never really liked Bud Light. Coors Light's Not a Bud just Light way guy. better. Like I don't really like light beer. I don't really like I'm I like hard liquor, bro. Like. Yeah. So beer for me, I don't really. You like beer though, huh, Derek? I think you like any beer. Coors right now. Uh, yeah, see Coors. Well, we're in the, the Rocky beer. Mountains. A lot of people don't like Coors though. A lot of people I don't like Coors. Banquet that much, but I like. The I like Coors Banquet light. more than the Light. Really? I don't like. I the prefer Light. light. Very much. I prefer Light. Light's Just like, like water. Water, man. bro. Yeah. It gets Why me drunk? Even... drunk. Water <laughs> it gets me drunk. Sounds good. It's like. No, I'm not good. yet. Uh, let me. Eat Is that a sixteen ouncer? Holy shit. This man is going in. Might as well Yo, get a 40, what time bro? is what it, the bro? Fuck? It yeah. even, oh, it's 5 o'clock. Dude. He can do whatever he wants. Nice. Good for you, Derek. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, MLB, there's not much to talk about, actually. I didn't um, know we were so early. The Royals I mean, are ass. We're like the, the worst Royals. in baseball. All right. Where are the not Royals my team. Are they in the American League? I couldn't, uh, even, couldn't even tell you. Yeah, they are. Yes. One in six. Yeah. They're the laughing Doing terrible. Stock. I'm, that's not laughing my team. Sock. I don't. Good you know, job, the, dude. The teams that I claim because um you have to claim them. You're from KC. I'm not. From, I'm not. You're from I'm KC, from, but you're from Missouri. My bad. So well, we have two teams. It's the same thing. We have two baseball teams in Missouri. I mean, you guys. I, I feel like Missouri picking. should just have one city, just Kansas City. Like what? Well, yeah. what do we hold doing? up though? Like so, I I claim um so my dad's side of the family is from New York, so they're like diehard Yankees fans. Ah. So I've always rooted for the Yankees. And then um, my mom's side of the family Yankees. is from St. Louis. So we've, on that side of the family, they root for the Cardinals. So I've just rooted for both, but like uh, the, that would be the best World Series for me because that's both. Just happen to be the two best franchises of all time, right. the Cardinals and the Yankees. Well, if the, if, if the bitch, <laughs> hold on, hold on. If the bitch-ass Dodgers wouldn't have left Ebbets Field in Brooklyn for LA, then I, I wouldn't, it would be fuck the Yankees. If the Dodgers were in Brooklyn, bro, that'd be fire. That's what they used to be. That would yeah, be so fire. Ebbets Field, bro. That shit. Oh, so like as soon as they left, because like I wasn't alive for that, obviously, but like my grandparents were. Yeah. So when that happened, they were like, "Fuck the Dodgers." I guess we're going for the Yankees, because like they all represent different boroughs of New York. So like Brooklyn was the Dodgers, um, the Bronx is the Yankees, and then the Mets. Or who cares about the Mets? Dude, like, I, I feel bad for the Mets, bro. They're, they're like no a redheaded doesn't. stepchild. No they have no. They're about. cursed. They are cursed. Their best player, that one dude in the um, baseball world class, they're doing better than for his like PCL dancing. They're second place. They're second place in their division right now. They're cursed though. They just they just can't. Yeah, yeah they're probably not going to stay. There the was Rock- even that World Series where it was Yankees Mets, and we all know how that ended. Yeah. How about them Rockies three and four, baby? Three and four Rockies. Woo! Hopefully, can make the playoffs. They hopefully, make it. Um, doubt it, but you know, it doubt sucks it. because altitude is the worst for pitchers. Like that just is it's it? just yeah it's no exaggeration. It travels further. It's yeah the ball is I like has less resistance in the air or whatever the the shit may be. So that being said, like unfortunately, shy of grooming your own talent via farm team and finding like the next like big pitcher, the Rockies are never really going to be bound for a free agent big pitcher. It's going to be backpedaling veterans, kind of as what they've seen in the past. Yeah. And because of that, you're at like your entire defense, if you will, kind of starts at the pitch. And when you guys are just, I don't know, like it sucks that that that's a oh, they're a victim of altitude. Who there's knew nothing, this guy? 
loved baseball. <laughs> I didn't. I had you no idea. That? I didn't know. He I was did. really hype about Aaron Judge last year. Yeah, he, dude, just broke the home run record. Didn't know you like baseball. Like I mean, that, I don't watch baseball that consecutively because it's Ever. One, there's a lot of games. <laughs> didn't watch a game last year. There's a lot of games. I was, <laughs> I was watching the Yankees in the in the postseason. Oh, were you? Okay, but like, it's like if they could just make a subscription that starts the. He had the, it on. If the was... television <laughs> starts at seventh inning. That would be perfect for me. So, like, <laughs> so I could long, seven bro. innings stand. Even with 25 call, minutes off, Instead bro. of NFL Red Zone, call it like MLB stand, and it'll just be the seventh inning on in every game. That'd I don't be, know one person that, that watches baseball on TV. Do you? My my brother and my um, dad. Yeah, my dad. Your dad? Is, oh, yeah. okay. Not this early in the year, but later on. Now, I mean, without getting into it, because it's not up for debate for this particular pod, but just for the sake of humoring it, I would argue that um, baseball players – are some of the most athletic professional athletes on Let's the planet. Chill. No. chill out. Not the most athletic. Yeah, chill, Maybe the bro. most hand-eye coordination. That's what I'm kind of equivalenting it to. I mean... Maybe the hottest. <laughs> Derek coming from the top row. I mean, I, if... I'm just speaking to like odds. Like I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying they get paid the most. Hold on. I'm not saying that like any Stop sport it. could go play any other sport and be good at it. I don't believe in that. If you dedicate your life to one sport, that's what you're good at. Like you're not. Like unless you're like these freak athletes, like like Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders. There's been like a handful of people in the history of our lifetime that were competent enough to play two sports. But let's not get it twisted. I just think when you think about like how fast like baseball demands you be for the sake of like if you don't catch the ball coming at you, you might hit you in the head. <laughs> I mean, I to your point, I think hitting a hundred mile per hour fastball is probably the hardest thing you can do in all of sports. Probably it's one um, of especially them. like yeah. dude, the ball's that big. Like exactly, and it's I saw a video of it's flying by of a hundred mile per hour. It's scary. Pitch. You're, it's you're scary. blindly Crazy. guessing. You are guessing and trying to hit it when it shows up before they even. There's no way your it. brain can see that <laughs> before they're even throwing it. You're so like already scary. like. I'm gonna swing yeah <laughs> yeah bro. you have to make that decision yeah it's so crazy yeah. dude no. but yeah i mean that I, is crazy i'm not that that hip on baseball anymore but like my brother played so he watches baseball pull, all the time he just pulls up his arm random baseball tattoo i just have like right. i just have 28 tallies for every fucking championship the yankees have won and, and then, then on this arm i got yeah. 12 for the fucking cardinals, cardinals yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh hard feelings or wait feelings no facts i'm still not from schultz most racist sport go most racist sport? Yes. Cricket. Most racist sport. Yeah, baseball, me. Go. Wait, no, are we no talking American sports? No explanation. Cricket. Yeah, I just said cricket. Mm. I'm a stand on that. Mine's baseball. Come on, Dave. I'm, Spit one out. I think he might get it, dude. I think he might <laughs> Spit win. Spit it out, Dave. Go Spit on, it go. out, Dave. Come on. I Give don't us a racist know a, sport. I'm trying to think. He's all, I don't know what. Dude. NBA. NASCAR, NASCAR. Okay. All right. All right. Say NASCAR. NASCAR. Can I change mine to NASCAR? Yes. That's okay, yeah. NASCAR, NBA, yeah, definitely baseball. The most racist sport. All right. Next up. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like this, dude. Whoa. Yo, where is this Winston all the time? <laughs> uh, all right. Next sport. Let's talk about PGA. Get yeah, onto the PGA, we, dude. We got the golf. Masters is going right now. Um, Tiger Woods. Uh, hopefully, he makes the cut. It's actually suspended right now due to a rain delay, unfortunately. Um, but with the Masters, we have a amateur, 23-year-old. Uh, he is tied for second or tied for third right now, um, like three shots back from the leader. Mm. So I'm rooting for him. His name is Sam Bennett. Mm -hmm. He's 23, 23 years Let's old. Let's go, Ricky Johnson. Same same spelling as mine. Is his last name Johnson? Ricky? Ricky uh... Fowler. Fowler. Let's go, Ricky Fowler. He's not Damn. in the Masters. Oh, he's not in he's, it? He's, he's trash now. He's trash now? He's super trash. Dude, you suck. <laughs> 
Yo, I'm just I, kidding. Just completely switch up. <laughs> I don't know. I, You're the worst Ricky ever, honestly. <laughs> just go in. Did know you guys see um, the Masters concession prices were trending because they were like mad affordable? Yeah, this Which, shit's it, lit. Yeah, it was like really. A, it was like two bucks for like. Andy don't they Bever- have that cool hole too at the Masters? Or no, that's the waste management thing. Never mind. Yeah. yeah Regardless, yeah. though, it was like Never two mind. bucks for like any bev. Like a hot dog was like three bucks. Like it was the most. That's nice. It was like little league baseball prices. Yeah. I was like, where is this? Yeah, the tickets are super expensive, but the concessions are really cheap. It's great. That's nice. Yeah. My one of my dreams is to take my dad to uh, Augusta to go to the Masters. That'd be awesome. You have dude. to enter a lottery to go to the to oh go my there. God. I yeah. can hold on. I you can, can buy them on eBay, but they're like two thousand dollars. I could yeah, see Winston insane. at the Masters, and you know how they're like all quiet. Everyone's teeing off, and then I, you just hold it, hold it. You wait for the first dude that you really don't like. As soon as he goes to tee off, and you just rip a fart, bro. Oh my god, <laughs> a fart! What no. is this? It's all this quiet. Adam Sandler's movie, dude. What are it's we all quiet about right now. You know he's gonna do it. <laughs> That would be some Adam Sandler shit. Nah, I just see Winston all drunk. Woo! <laughs> yeah, dude. I want to see Tiger Woods so bad at the Masters. I saw him once in uh, Washington State, uh, mm-hmm. but and that was cool. But seeing him at the Masters would be lit. Now, for those of you who don't know, Mr. Winston is a big golf guy. We're going to be talking about it, guys. I'm sorry, okay? But on the quick, quick, biggest bitch sport. Golf, go. Uh, biggest bitch cricket. sport. Cricket. <laughs> Unpopular, but um, biggest pitch sport soccer. Ooh, that's a hot take. Hot take. Well, they're the worst floppers. I think a lot of the world is kind of mad at you right now. Do you want to call it football? Especially France. You don't want to fuck with French people right now, bro. They're hold on. Pause. Pause. We we save their asses in how many world world wars? I I don't want to hear it. Mbappe, dude, come on. We're gonna have to save them again because they're protesting the fuck out of their country. Have you guys seen that shit? Yeah, Yeah, I've seen that shit. Like occupying government buildings and shit. Hey man, wild. Good for them. Good. Hey. Do your thing, France. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not a very strong governmental They're like, wow. podcast. <laughs> so. It's like, wow, civil unrest. <laughs> civil unrest <laughs> where the citizens are overcoming their tyrannical European overlords. That sounds oddly familiar. Right. <laughs> I think Sounds oddly familiar. It's like a, like a two or three hundred year old story. I just can't quite put my name on it. I so love it. I, I got something for you guys. <laughs> what else? Um, so I want, I'm going to tell you guys the stats of some of. The, it's a debate on who's the GOAT of golf. So I'm going to read you off the stats, player A and player B, and I want you to tell me who you guys think is the GOAT based on their stats. Okay. Okay? All right, player A, or one, um, has 73 PGA Tour victories and 18 majors. Okay. This is Tiger Woods. Player two has 79 PGA Tour victories and 15 majors. That's Tiger Woods, too. Which, which, um. is, the, which is the GOAT in golf? Based on just those two stats. Those are the same person that is Tiger Woods. Final answer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, which one had um, more what was say, Same again. Okay. Same again. Player one, 73 PGA Tour victories and 18 majors. So 73 Damn. and 18. 18. Uh, and then we have player two, 79 victories, 15 majors. Ooh, so you're having like close. six more PGA victories I'm gonna say, for three less major victories? Yeah. The Masters Hold is on the though. top of the top. Though, Hold on, right? though. Are both these players retired? Okay, so what you don't got to tell me who they are, but like, what are their ages? That does. Yeah, that, that would tell you the answer. Oh, really? Uh, one might... of them. One of them's retired. The other one's not. Okay. But yeah, um, one of them's near retirement. One I, of one of them's I Tiger mean, Woods, and he's answer my he's question old. though. The Masters is the top of the top. No, so they're all the majors are counted as majors. Uh, okay. What one is more the most important is kind of up to you as a person. Okay. Um, I value the Masters the most, but it's bias. So uh, their think, stats are so close. I think the U.S. Open is the hardest. Who are you saying, Dave? Mm. Who's the 
who's the least racist? Whoever um, had the 79 probably. <laughs> you think the 79 and the 15 majors compared That's three to the... more total victories. And, cumulative and, versus the other one, but it's yeah. like three less I would majors, say, but six more PGAs. I would say yeah. it matters if the per, one of them. You said one of them's not playing anymore. I think the one that's playing still. Would the one who's playing be, is eligible that, to be the goat. Yeah, because he's still playing. Like yeah. he's still playing. There can be potential for a Masters win. He could win another one. If he wins another one, that seals it. So you guys picked Tiger Woods yeah. as the goat. Yeah. Um, Jack Nicholas is 73 victories and 18 majors. Shout out Jack, though. Come on. Jack's got the most majors, but Tiger Woods has three less. But he played in a— uh, He's oh. still playing. Even though—and he after crash. Yeah. After Hold on. Crash. Is there a way that they can, like— Go. They can compare. Like, obviously, they didn't play all the same courses in the same years. But is there, like, a way to determine, like— Who played the harder Like, courses? their average T on a game and then compare it— Like, their average court? score? Yeah. Here, um, here, even better. Who hit harder? <laughs> Definitely Tiger. Well, that's, yeah, it's not uh, a, I got Tiger Woods. But, but whoever, technology and stuff. Whoever had, True. like, averaged a better game on their career. Probably Tiger Woods. And that's kind of the thing is that Tiger Woods went against way better competition. Um, when Tiger started coming up, like, he got so many more kids into the game. Mm-hmm. And so, like, now that he's old as fuck, like, there's so many more players that would not have played if it wasn't for Tiger. Back in Jack Nicklaus's day in, like, the 70s and the 80s, like, it was just a bunch of white guys. And, like, that's all that we're playing. Um, so, like, the competition has gotten way, way better with Tiger being in the A little more diversity, too. League. Yeah, definitely more diverse. When Tiger came on the scene, they were like, whoa, there's this black guy. And now it's <laughs> that's like, so crazy. It's to, just, right? it's kind of normal. It's not like, it's mm-hmm. nothing crazy. It's like, oh, you know, there's another black guy. Nothing, Damn. nothing wild. So, yeah. I, mean, I you think guys golf might have the most racist sport, dude. <laughs> I think maybe if we wind it back. Augusta, to... Augusta National did not allow black people in their members until Condoleezza Rice was the first person in the early 2000s. Hey, dude, yeah. Why didn't you say that one for your most racist sport? Because uh, he rides for that sport. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whoa, Winston. Okay, yeah. whatever. I mean, I'm not – it's in Georgia, and, you know, I don't That's play crazy. Augusta I didn't never heard I mean, of any of that. That's crazy. They got a lot of flack for it. I don't – Wow. So I don't inherently think any sport is racist. I mean, general, no, they're but, not. We're just joking. But, but yeah, obviously. But, like, one thing to be considered, like, I remember this take, and this was something that um, Shannon Sharp was talking about. So when Christian McCaffrey was going into the league before he initially got drafted, and um, he was coming out of, what was it, Stanford? Yeah. So Christian McCaffrey, they were showing all of his numbers – and like they're like, hey, if you take every number that Christian McCaffrey had, and then you make him black, just not white, not be a white person, he goes in the top ten picks. But Christian McCaffrey, because he was white, he fell. That would be that's not conscious racism, but that was an example. I think that applies to a lot of sports. You know, it's I not, think Christian McCaffrey's still winning the top ten. I think I'm not 100 on it, but like they were just the narrative that his um his draft stock would have like. I'll it, look it up. It's not like. I'm pushing that as a strong narrative, yeah, per yeah, se, yeah. but like he would have gotten drafted higher if he was African American. Yeah, and yeah. I I don't think that that's inherently racist. Like I don't think that like these these like general managers are like they have boards with Venn diagrams where like one's white, yeah, one's black. They're like white players, third and below. Third he went round eighth. Below. He went eighth. Okay, so there that's you go. That's pretty good. But dude. if you you take him as like first round eighth, if he's like. All of his same stats, but he's a black player. Who's to say he didn't go? Yeah, first like overall? Zeke went fourth overall. Fourth so overall. like the Cowboys. And I mean, we can look at the yeah. And that, again, I don't think any sport is inherently racist, but you will find that narrative many times over yeah. in many sports. That's you know, it, it just is what it is. We're kind of just humans. Now, but no, hold on. The NBA for the first time in recent memory is, is coming shit. out of the dark of to where like that phenomena doesn't necessarily apply anymore. Like 
three of the top five players in the whole league are European now. You know yep. what I'm saying? Are not born in America, I should say. Yeah, I mean Giannis, Embiid, Doncic, and then Jokic. I mean, that's... none of those were born in America. No, none of that's, them. Those are really, so really good that players. that that stigma is slowly unwinding for sports. We're gonna get like more races that are gonna be involved that are gonna be like less. Like, I don't know, we're just going to see more of, like, the like the Max Kessler's or whatever his name is that replaced Rudy Gobert. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which so, he is French. Rudy Gobert. Boom. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that, like, that was a good question. I like it. Nice, nice. But, yeah, uh, Masters and on Sunday, Brooks Kepka, he's with the LIV, um, not with the PGA Tour. Do you know about the LIV? Don't know what that is. Okay, LIV is another tour, uh, golf tour. Really? That the Saudi Arabia... Oh, I heard Saudis about that. I heard about paid. that. I heard about that. And so uh, the PGA Tour is like, if you're in that league, you can't be in the PGA. What? Why? Because yeah, they're like, you were competing leagues. Exactly. Kind of bitch made on. That's, that's what I bitch think. made shit. Yeah. Like, so I mean, there, that's a lot of sports like boxing, like WBC. Don't mess with the other guys. Oh, like, really? They don't. Once you sign to one, you are contractually obligated to stay with that one, unless you're like Tommy Fury. Unless or, you're like, huge. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're like. Like undisputed of, if you're one of the top boxers and then you kind of have you just do one bout contracts but until yeah. you are good enough to like dictate that you're like stuck like Vasily Lemonchenko who everyone loves to see he's been stuck in top rank since he went pro and he's probably never going to get out of it for until he fulfills his contract it's one thing I want to show you did you ever see the uh Deontay Wilder and Tom or the Tyson Fury fight I think so yeah the, the highlight I saw the highlights. of him getting, uh, him getting up after he was dead mm-hmm. on the ground and then continuing to run around all right i'm just making sure you knew about that yeah, yeah yeah. don't know why it popped in my head i'm like i need to know if winston knows about this yeah greatest moment in boxing history might be for me because that was insane oh yeah and then went and knocked him out after the, f- the fight after yeah. but crazy anything else on pga um i just want to explain the liv to you real quick liv liv so yep, it's, yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. it's basically guaranteed money if pga tour if you don't win you don't get paid the liv you get guaranteed money that you're going to play. They're getting money. They're getting you hear that, Ricky so Fowler? Like, they're getting like forty million. <laughs> He's signed to the LIV. What I say? Yeah. yeah. So they signed these massive contracts, guaranteed money, and a lot of people are dogging on them. I'm like, dude, you get guaranteed money. You have to play fifty-four holes instead of seventy-two. That's um, nice. Exactly. And so it's and you're just, in Saudi Arabia. That well, I mean, lit. they tour the world. Oh, they so tour the world only in Saudi Arabia. That's but cool. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, you're getting oil money, and these guys are like terrorists. Get over it. Bro, that's my that's my point of view. Personally, I'm like, bro, they're paying them more money, and the PGA Tour is oh, now. Oh, you're telling me they're paying all the athletes? Right. Everybody's all mad. And the PGA Tour has now raised their winnings. So because of the, the pots, LIV. The pot's being shared amongst less talented people as a sum because of all those dudes who went to LIV. Well, no. So do you they don't that? have to increase the purse of the winnings of every single well, tournament. I felt like that, like just from a causal relationship. If like you have all these like would be participants in the, in like and who are now going to the LIV, that's that many less like no paychecks. No, because it's a limited limited roster. It's eighty two people, and or like it's more than that. But let's say it's eighty two people. Eighty two people are gonna sign up regardless of who it is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're not, not losing participants like outright. They're just losing those specific ones. Yeah. But I mean, they raise the purse to compete with LIV. They're like, don't go to LIV. We're going to increase the, the purse. So they're getting, this is a good thing. Competition oh, is yeah. good. And so it's made the PGA tour better because Absolutely. of the LIV. So everyone's in on Brooks, Brooks Kepka. He's in number one right now at the masters. He's the favorite probably should win, but I'm, I'm going for the amateur. 
Mm. All right. I like it. I like it. L-I-V. That's the first time we talked about golf on this whole thing. Yep. This whole pod. 30-something episodes. 30-something weeks. Yep. I like it. Shout out Winston. In the cut. All the PGA news. We've we've hit this nice episode. Let's talk about fighting, though. Can you hit that sound bit for me? If you can find it. Oh, it didn't work. It, no. it did not work. Let's see. Now it's time to talk MMA. There it is. Oh, yeah. I like it. Let's talk about MMA. Let's talk about the last... Oh, we didn't have fights last week. Yeah, we did. We had the PFL. Uh, I mean, you could talk about them. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> there, wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't much to see. Like, I watched all the PFL fights. They're on ESPN+. Plus. Um, the only really notable ones, the co-main event, um, Tiago Santos lost his PFL debut to Rob Wilkinson. Um, Rob Wilkinson is the guy who won the championship for their tournament last um, season, so he was kind of no chump to walk into the organization for. Um, Bubba Jenkins won, but his fight was like pretty weird because the dude kept claiming like groin strikes and eye pokes, and even on replays they could see that that wasn't the case. So that was kind of shitty. Um, main event, Marlon Marias loses to Brandon Lofney, and it was to a leg strike. So Lofney was just eating up Marias' leg the whole time to where he, had, he started to switch stands. Wow. He hit a, like a sweeping leg kick, and homie fell down, and the ref had seen enough in the second he was round. Like, I'm over it. He was just like struggling over to stand it. after those leg kicks. So shout out Brandon Lofney. You are probably one of the biggest money winners for the PFL at the moment. They're kind of like their roster is kind of like smaller, so they're kind of going to suffer from that. But other than that, we had that um, that Jorge Masvidal boxing card. Oh yeah, Gamebred. I watched that a little bit here. I was I watched it. It was like the whole main card. Like I was only looking forward to those three fights, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, all decisions. I will other, s- other than Joe Riggs getting TKO'd. Yeah. Shout out, um, Jeremy Stevens. Turn back good. the clock, he and then good. and he be- that was the best looking fight on that card. Those two looked like good. Like when I was watching, because that was the first. I'll be honest, that's the first bout I tuned into. As I was watching, I'm like. For all those who said that MMA guys don't belong in boxing matches, they should watch this bout. This is a great example of two MMA guys just throwing down. And that was about the tip of the iceberg for that sentiment. Because after that, it just got lame. Like, I don't know. It was just decision after decision. It was just hard to watch as far as, like, I'm in it for a little bit of violence. We didn't get much. It wasn't crazy. So there was not, I don't, I don't know, like... No offense, Gamebred, but I don't think I'm going to be tuning into your boxing cards. Unless it's another crazy card filled with a bunch of names i know I'll, I'll look into it i think they do another one similar to what they just did like i'll probably check it out on twitter <laughs> Damn. afterwards dave's a hater i mean vitor versus jacare and no one got slept lame true you know what i'm saying anthony pettis's main event just basically all you noticed was like oh when you have a guy who's like half the age of the other guy and in better shape i mean roy jones look roy jones looking thick Roy Ooh, Jones is looking thick. He's just a little older. He's and, old, bro. He's fifty-four. You know that's what I'm saying? Man. It's there's no amount of getting in shape that's gonna make you faster than a guy who's like half your age, typically. Like, yeah. so not much to talk about. That being said, there is PFL this week. Nothing crazy. Um, it's they're doing it like each week is certain weight classes. So like this week is gonna have. Um, that's kind of annoying. I don't it like is, that. but this week they have like. Why would you do that? Because they, I don't know. Hold on. That fl- that flyweight division. That flyweight week, not getting watched. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? All the lower weights are not getting watched. Like, Yeah. UFC has a problem with people watching their lower weights already. I mean, the only um, fights that you can even bet on. And flyweights are, like, some of the most exciting fights. That's the craziest part. Like, yeah. They always end in finishes. 
but yeah, I mean, there's not a lot no. going on for this card. The You're main good. event is um, what's her name? Pacheco. The oh yeah, she's uh Pacheco's defending her title. Oh, so they don't Larissa, actually defend Larissa, their belt. I mean, well, yeah, it's you the don't new ever, season. The belt's the not season. on the line. Like, yeah, it's, it never, see, that's why I don't like PFL. Yeah, Get but out of my face I like it. the season because it's like another part of their season is their season it's is so eight dumb. months. So they have – in those eight months, they have four opportunities to I just don't like fight. that. Like you – fight so hard to get your title and you're the champion and then they're like new season you're but they're not, not the champion anymore but if you think about it as lame as it Weird. sounds you like it if you don't lose coming out of or going into the new season how is it any different than a title reign the only difference is is you basically if you want to convolute it's not it legit if you want to convolute it like a title run and you don't get the opportunity to defend your title but once a year. And now, once just, a year, if you do defend it and you win it, a.k.a. win the tournament outright, yeah, you get a million dollars. In the PFL, there's not going to be a DC. There's not going to be an Izzy. There's not even going to be an Aldo. There's not going to be a, an Amanda Nunes. You can't. There's, nah, with, not, with the way they run not, their not yet. league, you can't have any of those people. No, I even if even if people go on reigns, they they lose their title, bro. Like they that was for that year. I mean, that's Ka- so wacky. Kayla Harrison, up until she lost to Pacheco in the championship of this, was undefeated outright, and then, she was gonna sign to the UFC. She was sitting cage side when she was in the contract negotiations because she the UFC was gonna give her the bag to fight Amanda Nunes. But then Amanda Nunes, the fight she was sitting cage side was against Juliana Pena, and we all saw how that <gasps> happened. That's why as soon as that happened. Kayla Harris turns around with her head like this. Yeah, no, because the bag, the that bag just floated away. It did, and she can't. She there's no bag now, like for her in the UFC. She knew that that she was like her her fire. key to like really walking into the UFC and getting the biggest payday was outside of that. Nunes. Outside of that million. Good job, Pena. Yeah, you ruined that one. So, and then as fate would have it, Kayla Harrison's like, I'm just gonna go back to the PFL and go get a million dollars. Now again. she wants to and leave then, again, and then you, she lost. So yeah, but she wants to leave again. So like, I mean, I don't know if she really wants to leave. She has two fights left. She's yeah. gonna be looking around. She's gonna be shopping around, dude. So yeah, this card stay. PFL is just I don't know. I I'll As- never really get into the PFL. Like Aspen, I'll Lad- watch the big fights, but get out of here with your league bullshit. I don't even care. Aspen Lads fighting. The main event is Pacheco versus um Julia Bud. I mean, good for them. Former UFC fighter or I think Bellator fighter. Nothing really to hoot or holler about. But what mm-hmm. we really got to get to before we get off is um we got the rematch. Between Pereira and Izzy. Let's not talk about that until we go through prelims. The... Uh, do we want to talk about Jacoby? We should talk about that, actually, first. Yeah, that's worth it. So, Dude. Crazy. Yeah, that I'm glad you brought that up because that is big. Shout out to Jacoby Jones, Big Toe MMA. Sat in this couch. The homie went to college with us. My next door neighbor for years. He's about to fight for the title for LFA. Let's go. Round of applause for Mr. Jacoby. Let's go, dude. Got the title fight. He was calling for the title fight already when he was here last time. Yep. Do you remember? He mm-hmm. was. He was calling for the title fight, and dude got it. And let's not like, let's not forget like what Jacoby told us when he was on this pod. Everyone who hasn't seen that episode, go, go watch go. it. Go it's, watch. It's Jacoby's not necessarily episode. the interview of Jacoby as much as with us getting him on the pod. But that being said, like his, he said his plan, his blueprint was he wanted to go and get that LFA belt and then walk into the UFC because like without naming names. We've been told that like some of the people that train around him take those like those last second call ups, those like contender series opportunities, all that shit, and they go to fight. Like Marquez. Of, they're going to fight Dana on a short fight, like on like short or, notice. Or, 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 is it Brandon Marquez? What? Julian Marquez. Julian, is it Julian Marquez? Yeah, but that guy switched gyms because of James Krause. That's a different thing. No, um, I'm thinking of someone else. The guy who he was in the cage for. No, Jonathan. Is it Jonathan? Um, God, forgive me. 
just continue. <laughs> Alexander Hernandez? No. It's Jonathan Martinez, maybe? Regardless. Regardless. I, but Jacoby, like, forgive me. he said he wanted to walk into the UFC with that LFA belt because the difference between being the LFA champion and going to the UFC and then just being a contender series participant and going is you're going in under the notion that you were just another contender who's, like, trying to make – like, if you go in as a champion in their developmental league, you are you have the statement that you are not just one of these guys. You are a actual, like, top ten contender to be – and so his negotiation will be way better instead of walking in. And like he said, these guys that he's heard, or I've been told that train around him who walk in on these short notice call-ups who are making like eight grand, like four and four, you know what I'm saying? Like four for the show and four if you win. Yeah. And he's going to get a hell of a lot more than that. Like, again, the disclosed money they make and the money they actually make are two farsely separate things. You know, like Patty Pimlet claimed he made 12 and 12 on one of his last fights. We all know Patty Pimlet's getting a bag. Let's, yeah, be, let's be honest. But legally, his disclosed pay for taxes and all of those things was 12 and 12. So shout out Jacoby. We said it when we Woo! saw him in the cage. on Lightweight. Uh, we said it. We straight up said when um, the John Jones card happened, we were reacting to it. We we're like, hey, everybody, Julian Marquez had a cornerman, a special cornerman, and his name was Jacoby Jones. And, like, get used to the image of him in that octagon. Yeah, used to it. So he's no longer a household name, bro. This belt is Fuck what's going to – This belt is just going to, like – project him and it it's a real street champ right there and i wonder what his like once he has the belt he claims he was on a he, he, he was two fights from the ufc and that when he said that that was before this fight got announced so now he's in retrospect one fight from the ufc I wonder how much it would cost to get the street champs logo on his shorts i don't know that'd but that'd be fire bro it's it, the fight's happening in that'd arizona so and i want to go so bad I when is it so i can't I don't have it's the like, money it's like the 17th or some shit but like the i looked 19th of may okay so i looked it up so friday i i can make that but ah uh, that's a lot like yeah you can't just go on like a vacation chandler like that. arizona you're going to chandler it's south of phoenix Damn. I looked it up. That's, that's far. Long that's a long, a long ten, ten and a half hour. He'd have to fly, oh my God. dude. You, I would way rather fly and then just Uber yeah, and then. Then you got to drive two hours to Denver to fly, Ugh. and then. But you can fly out of Pueblo for fifty nine bucks. True. Regardless, shout out Jacoby Jones. Um, win, loser, draw. So he's taking on uh, Jean Paul Lebo uh, Lebzonyani. I'm not even sure how to pronounce. Lebo Lebzonyani. Regardless, the guy that's gonna lose to our friend—that's yeah. what is, yeah. That got you know we're a sports podcast. We hate to be biased. Fuck that. Jacoby Jones is about to win that title and is gonna go to the UFC. Shout out to the homie Jacoby it's Jones. So sick. And the and the Factory X guys. Shout out to all those guys. They're killing it. They're killing it right now. Oh yeah. And Jacoby's about to hold that title up. Oh, now I'm gonna be so hype. I'm watching that live, dude. That's a. Oh yeah. I, it's gonna be on Fight Pass. Like I would be down to do like a. We whole, might watch it here. I'd be down to do a companion for that. I don't know. It I would, would just love be one to. bout, be even cool. if it's just a one a clip, bout, like yeah, a clip. For the sport champs or something. We don't have to like go live, but we can just record it and then something. upload it after. That'd be dope. Shout out Jacoby. Hope he gets it. Yeah, win, done. win, lose or draw, man. We could never be more proud of you. Seriously. So like the homie, we're just super stoked to see someone who's like when you know they say that um, like hard or like the residuals of hard work is, like, having nice things. And I think that that's what, like, Jacoby's, like, journey has showed us. You know what I'm saying? From the wrestling mats to the wrestling mats at CSUP all the way to the pros in MMA. Like, like you're just a – couldn't be prouder, bro. Couldn't be prouder. And you're going to do it, dude. Keep training. You the man. We should have a Jacoby Jones interview coming soon as well. Um, we did tell him to get 
get back on here so we can talk a shit. This is what you want to do. You want to sell your fight, whether it's on a small platform like this or not. You know, if you have that out there and you get that promo practice, you're only getting ready because for those of you who don't know, the LFA is the UFC's G League. LFA is owned by the UFC. So once he has this title in his hands, he's going to be able to walk in the UFC way, way easier. And we get a better fight. And we get a better fight, and we get to see Jacoby Jones in the UFC. What did I tell you, too? You're going to see him in the UFC. Who's so, uh, who's at the lightweight in the UFC? Who's the champion? Uh, let me pull belt? up the rank. I'll pull belt. up the rankings Islam, for you Mahashev? so I can. Yeah, it's oh, Islam. Fuck. Yeah. That's yeah, tough. I know. But, hey, Jacoby got good out. wrestling, dude. That's yeah. not – here, let me see. Islam will probably be out by that time. He's, you know, Joe Hobie's got years ahead of him before he has to has a title fight. Like that's yeah. a long road, and looks like UFC's side is hacked. Nice, huh, weird, but I can give you the top three: Islam Makachev, Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier. Those are hard I, fights. I, I All could, of those. Are... I, I could see Jacoby taking everyone, everyone other than Islam. Yeah, Islam's that hard, that hard guy. Yeah, for me. I mean, he's thirteen and one in the UFC, so makes sense. But I mean, all of these other guys are pretty nasty too, dude. The only sure. the only variable that any of those UFC guys have on Jacoby is is simply experience, and that's it. Like I don't think any of them are athletically superior to him. In <sighs> any see, way. and it's crazy though. Islam Makachev, Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje, Benil Dariush, Michael Chandler. Oh man. Rafael Faziev, like Dos Anjos, Dan Hooker, Jalen Turner. Moicano, Jacoby might go Drew to one, Dober. These are J- monsters. Jacoby might cut monsters. to 145. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, no, no, let's go over 145. And you, got, and you got Volk and Yair. Yeah, dude. You got Yair, Volk, Max Holloway, Brian Ortega. <sighs> Yo, Keep one, training, Jacoby. One, Keep one, training, dude. Oh, my God. It's just crazy. The UFC is monsters. Mon- I don't want to see Jacoby anywhere else. Definitely I don't. their most talented division. Because we Jacoby can be one of these guys. He can be there. He just has to build up. That's what he's doing right now in the LFA. You know? So. Is he 28, 29? Jacoby? Yeah. I think he's like 28. Okay. 28 or 27, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. He has to do it now. Like, that's the time. Like, you can't really wait too much longer. Yeah. You know? Depends. We'll see what happens. He's doing the damn thing, and he's looking good while doing it. So keep it up. Let's talk about these fights in the UFC, though. Big fights this weekend. UFC 287. We're on a pay-per-view week. Can't wait. Uh, this is a big card for me. Big card for the Fam Bam, too. Let's start with these early prelims. We got Jacqueline Amorim versus Sam Hughes. Don't know either of these ladies. I've heard of Sam Hughes. Don't know who's going to win. It is going into the strawweight division. What do we have the odds for? Uh, we got Jacqueline at minus 270 and wow. Sam Hughes at plus 220. I want to say it's because she's undefeated, 6-0. and um, Sam Hughes looking at 7-5. and five. Not the best record at all. That's, you're almost middle Jackie. of the road. You might want to put a little money on Jackie, parlay her up, um, but you never know what's going to happen in the UFC. True. Let's talk about this next fight right here. I say it's close to home because Steve Garcia, the fam's own, the homie, that's Nate's cousin, man. That's Nate's cousin, uh, so that's my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Steve. Um, he's he's a killer be killed fighter. Knock. He's got knockouts in the UFC. He's got knocked out in the UFC. Um, or or stopped. Killer, killer be killed. This is going to be a crazy fight. He's fighting somebody who isn't. Is he's a tough customer, dude? Also, Shaw Yalan. I was about to say also a tough customer named Pronounce. Yeah, <laughs> Shaw Yalan. 
Um, thirty nine and ten in Damn. in pro MMA. My man's old. <laughs> My man's. Let's see how old he is. He's also My the man favorite. is twenty eight. What the? He's two Jesus years. Christ. Two years younger than Steve. That's insane. Why are you fighting so much? Yo, Bro. yo, this man has Anderson Silva's record right now. What is going on? His knees are fucked. <laughs> Attack those knees, Steve. Yeah, yes. Come on, Steve. Steve's gonna knock this guy out. Steve is Steve is knocking this guy out. He, I think he's the underdog though. What he are these is. odds? Uh, Steve is at a plus one fifty four. That's not bad. Not bad. Shai Alon's minus 200, though. Ooh. Yeah. Let's uh, ride with Steve. We're, we're, we're riding with Steve Garcia, Poppy. though. You know, that's the fam right there. In the UFC, that's the only fam that we got in the UFC right here. So, uh, Jacoby Jones will soon be in that. You know, he'll be the second one. Yep. Let's talk about this next fight, though. Catchweight. That, I mean, that last fight was in featherweight. Catchweight. Ignacio Bajomondes Baham, uh, taking on Trey Ogden. I know Trey Ogden. I think I've seen Ignacio fight before, but I don't remember. Don't know who's going to win that fight. What are those odds? Uh, Ignacio is at a minus 330. Trey is at a plus 265. So everybody thinking Trey going lose. Yep. Hmm. You never know. How about Lupita uh, Godinez versus Cynthia Calvillo? Cynthia Calvillo on an early prelim. Do you remember when Cynthia was the was the real deal? I love Everybody her. was talking about her and how beast she was going to be. Nine and five and one. Like, not the best record, if I'm being honest. Look at Lupita Godinez, eight and three. Um, I don't know if Lupi wins this fight, though. I think Cynthia can win this fight. Like, if Lupi doesn't get her down, Cynthia's going to piece her up on the feet. Cynthia's a dog. She's a dog. She She's fights dog. like – she just brawls. She's yeah, not, dude. She doesn't do anything really flashy, but she throws everything with, like, ill intent. Strawweight division. Uh, tough division. Very tough division. You know, she's fought the who's who's, but I think she gets it done against Lupita. What are those odds? Uh, we got Lupi at minus 290. What? We got what? Cynthia at plus 235. Yo, maybe put a bet on Cynthia Calvillo if you got a little change, five, ten bucks, because I see her kind of winning that fight. We got Lupi by points as minus two, uh, 125. I could see her winning a decision, but I'm going to ride with uh, Cynthia Cavillo. And will it go the distance? Yes, is the minus 310. I could definitely see it go the distance. Definitely see it. What's the odd on that? Uh, minus 310 to go the distance. That's a parlay piece if I ever see one. Um, you never know, though. A fight's a fight. Let's go to these normal prelims. This is a stacked card, you guys. Um, we lost the Michael Chiesa fight versus the Leech. We lost the Chris Barnett fight versus Chase Sherman. We got Chase Sherman taking on Carl Williams now because we lost Chris Barnett. We got Derek Hurt in his hand over there. <laughs> he went to go like act like he was going to punch me, and I like punched his like. I nice, met him. dude. I met him in the middle. Met nice. him in the middle. Got yep. his ass. Got I like him. it. Got him. Got him. Uh, just like Mer Ger Gerald Mershart. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. That's the next <laughs> fight. Middleweight. Gerald Mershart versus Joe Pfeiffer. It's going to be a good fight. Joe Pfeiffer's Dana's uh, golden child from the Contender Series. And we got Gerald Mershart doing the damn thing, 35 and 15. It's a lot of experience for Mr. Mershart. I kind of – I don't know. What are the odds? What are the odds? I should ask uh, that first. Joe, we got minus 210. Wow. Gerald, we got plus 168. Might want to throw a little bread on Gerald Mershart. He can do it. On um on DraftKings, it's close. Um, Joseph Pfeiffer is at minus 200, and Mershart's at plus 155. Mm. Little bit more lucrative. Little bit. Um, Barely. In the previous fight, did you get those odds? Uh, for, for Carl and Chase, I don't have Carl that one. Listed so on that was uh, I did not. Carl uh, Williams and Chase Sherman. Carl, Carl, we got minus four fifty, and Chase, we got plus three thirty. Oh my god! Yeah, 
why is I don't know if he's on a losing streak or what, but uh, that's crazy. Those are good odds for Mr. Carl Williams. Carl Williams, I think, is coming off the Contender Series too. I might be wrong on that. Eight and one. Wow, big favorite. Yeah. Big favorite. You never know. Chase Sherman's a dog. Like I, he's sixteen and eleven though. Yeah. Not the best record. Wins and loses. Um, let's talk Michelle Waterson. Back and looking great. Have you seen her? Oh yeah. Built, built right now. Looking great. Uh, she's taking on Luana Pinheiro. Ten and one though. Ten and one taking on eighteen and ten. Michelle Waterson. Michelle needs this win very badly. I don't know if she won her last one. I think she won her last one by a split decision or lost it by a split decision. I couldn't remember. Uh, what are those odds though, Mr. Winston? Oh, uh, we got Michelle up the underdog. Yeah, plus one thirty-eight. I think it's because she lost her last one. And then we have Luana at uh, minus one seventy. Luana Pinheiro. I don't think I've seen her fight. I might have, but I don't really know. Let's let's move on from this strawweight fight. Uh, that's going to be a close one. I do see that one go into the distance, unless Luana does some crazy stuff because I've never really seen her fight. Let's go to Chris Curtis and Kelvin Gastelum on the prelims. On the prelims, the feature prelim. Who you got in that, Dave? Um, Kelvin. Gastelum, Chris Curtis. That one's honestly kind of a coin flip because I think it their is. keys to victory are remarkably similar. They're both kind of like grappling savvy, bigger like bigger top, guys that top, have knockout power. They're top heavy guys. Yeah, like if I would be more willing to believe that Kelvin wins a TKO um, on the feet than Chris Curtis, but I would be more willing to believe really? that, that Chris Curtis gets Curtis it done got via power, gr- man. But I could, I'd be more willing to believe he gets it done via ground and pound than okay. Kelvin. But I'm not putting it past either for either um, outcome. Is I don't know. It depends on what Kelvin we get. If we get rough weight cut Kelvin, it's going to look rough. If we get Michael Bisping fight Kelvin? Yeah, if we get determined Kelvin, we got that's a championship. He hasn't fought in a long time. I think that Izzy fight took some years off of him. It did. It's crazy. Like, and Chris Curtis is on a roll right now, dude. 30 and 9. Chris Curtis is a beast. He's a beast. He's been doing it for a long time. He's great on the ground, good striking. What are the odds? Uh, we got Kelvin at minus 132. We wow. got Chris Curtis at plus 108. Those so, are going to be subject to change. Those are subject to change. Chris up. Curtis, that's a good pickup right there. Plus 108, that's plus money. Mm-hmm. I'd pick him up there. Kelvin, I don't know. I, I see, ring rust is a thing to me. You know? Ring rust is a thing to me. Chris Curtis has been doing the damn thing. Kelvin has not. Um, there's not much else to say other than that. Neither of these guys are ranked. We'll see what happens. Middleweight. Doing the damn thing. I don't think these guys are ranked. They might be. It doesn't say it on Google, though. All right. Let's go to this main card. I'm very surprised with this first fight on the main card. Raul Rosas is the first fight on the main card. 18 years old. Eight, He's just, 19. He's 19. Oh, just turned 19. Sorry. Is this like the really young guy? That really signed? young yeah. guy. He's nice. the guy who said he like, he's like, Dana, give me the bite bonus so I can buy my mom a van. She yeah. take me to the UFCPI. Okay, didn't, buy, didn't buy her van, though. Aww, Found man. out. Yeah. Something it took the check too took too long. Regardless, though, this know, dude right? is this is <laughs> Winston g- shakes his head. He gives me the same vibes that I got when um Max Holloway came onto the MMA scene because Max Holloway when he joined the uh, UFC was the youngest fighter in the UFC history. He was twenty. Not fight style wise. He's talking just no 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 stylistic comparison whatsoever. This more guy's so a, more of a grappler. young and with undeniable momentum. Yeah, and you know like this is gonna sound like. This is going to be sounding a little scientific, but to think about this, this dude is 19 years old. Just that, turned 19. He's 19 years old. This dude is like three to five years away from like his like his hippocampus being fully developed, and he just 
destroys fools. What's crazy is that he... means he's not at his peak wisdom, which means his his fighting wisdom isn't peaked, and he's still just wrestling guys into the mats. Or his physical peak. He fights at one thirty five. He's nineteen. He's gonna, he's gonna, grow, he's gonna grow a lot. He's probably not gonna fight in bantamweight very long. He's gonna grow and another probably, he's gigantic another for the person, bantamweight division too. Another person whose vibes I get again, not stylistically, but momentum wise, he reminds me a lot of Rory McDonald. Roy McDonald, Why? because when Roy McDonald came into the MMA, he was one of, they called him the hybrid. He was the first kid who purely trained MMA. He wasn't like a kid who was good at boxing, who's like, I'm going to try MMA, or a kid who was a yeah, wrestler his whole life, over who said, I'm going to try MMA. This kid, Raul Rosas Jr., is another example MMA. of a kid who woke up watching him, like his like third birthday cake. Remember, it had like, it had Robbie Lawler on it. He had Robbie Lawler on his like third birthday cake. Or born in 04. That's what I'm saying. Crazy. Like, this kid is like Rory McDonald has been just breathing MMA in his training regiment since the, the first day he decided to do it. And so he's just got this undeniable momentum. He's Again, he's not a stylistic comparison. He's a wrestler. His odds, bro, he's the minus 250 favorite on DraftKings. At 18, yep. undefeated, 7-0. and Taking on a very tough – let's not – Christian Christian Rodriguez, Rodriguez is a dog. 8-1. and one. Doing the damn thing on a win streak right now. They were all respect at the, at the presser, which, I, as lame as it sounds, I feel like you kind of have to be. You can't yeah. really troll a 19-year-old because if you beat a 19-year-old, it's like, dude, he was 19. Two inches you, shorter. And if you lose to a 19-year-old, it's just like, damn, bro. Yeah. Age is just a number when it comes to, like, the fact that these guys are tried and true in the gym. You know, no Age amount is of, just a number when you're throwing bones No amount of space. laps around the sun yeah. is going to make you an incompetent fighter instantly. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're, like, fucking, like, like. 12 I maybe think, <laughs> i think christian wins this fight if raul can't get him down yeah we're if gonna, he keeps stuff in raul raul ain't winning and raul's just got a momentum that he's probably never experienced before so we're gonna see it this is his like this kid this kid goes crazy dude he's fun i to watch. love he's watching fun to watch i love watching it's a toss up to not go the distance is it really yeah, to not go the I'm, distance is minus 140 to go the distance is plus i could see a finish in this fight i'm not gonna bet on I this fight but i'm fight. ecstatic what are the him. money lines uh, Raul is minus two fifty, and then Christian oh yeah, you just is, said uh, plus two hundred. Yeah, wow. plus, plus one ninety eight, one ninety five on DraftKings. Same thing. Crazy, crazy, crazy in the bantamweight division. Let's go to welterweight though. Kevin Holland taking on Santiago Ponzinibbio. So crazy fight. Did you see okay. nineteen knockouts for Mister Ponzinibbio? Nineteen. That's there, a lot of knockouts. There was some drama between Kevin Holland and Jorge, um, Jorge and then that tried to. That kind of tried to spill into the press conference, and then like, Dana, Dana was Dana was shutting that shit down so fast. He's like, "Are these two even fighting? No, like, stop Shut asking up. these yeah, questions." Yeah, he was all mad about it. But that being said, um, Kevin Holland, I mean, I he's a fighter that I don't know how many times he could lose to where I'll still never waver my want to watch him fight. He's so fun to watch. He's so entertaining. Mm. But I can I can't stress enough that he needs this and like Ponzinibbio is not a tune up fight but at his at his weight class and as dangerous dangerous as all of those guys are this is as close to a tune up fight as he can afford in the UFC because let's face it Ponzinibbio is long in the tooth he's he's old they were asking him at the post they asked him at the post fight press conference like like what when is retirement like because you're you are up there he's got like what 30 and 6 I was about to say he's got almost 40 pro fights like he doesn't have much left to prove I think if anything, he's got some motivation to try he has to like go. like twelve fights in the UFC. Yeah, he either <laughs> like, another killer be killed guy. Yeah, like yeah, seriously. He only wins by knockout We've or losing. Seen him by get knockout. knocked out. That's We've a... seen him knock out people. What was he saying this pro uh, pre fight press conference? I'm gonna knock this dude out. What what's my plan? I'm gonna throw my hands at his face 
until he's dead. And Kevin Holland That's is coming off plan of is. the kick, the gentleman's agreement kickboxing bout that he had with Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Get that out of your head. Good Kevin. idea, one or um, Kevin Holland. Yeah, you messed that one up. Genius, dude. stupid. A guy who was take like, Ponzinibbio down if you're losing on the feet. But I will say, I think Kevin's gonna win on the feet. I think Kevin's to gonna win, but I also think if I had to look bet, at the reach, dude. He almost has ten inch reach on him. Like, how gonna, is Ponzinibbio gonna get in this range? No, eighty one inch reach his. to seventy three inch. Kevin's gonna bridge the gavelin against him and take him down. I'm calling it now. I don't know, man. I I'm think he's gonna stand it. up until he has to. I think that Kevin Holland is gonna try to neutralize him and win by any means necessary. That's my prediction. I think Kevin Holland wants a stunning fashion knockout. He's wearing a big chain that says big mouth. I think he's gonna be talking shit to him in the fight. I think he's gonna be keeping him on that range until he has to get inside. True. We're gonna I find really out. do eighty one. If you're eighty one inch reach and you're facing somebody who's seventy three inch reach, why wouldn't you wanna do it at range? True. The dude can't even touch you. You know? True. So, well, I mean, but a Santiago, a Santiago Ponzinibbio, dude can get in. He can get in on you. So we'll see what happens with that fight. Let's talk Rob Font and Adrian Yanez. This oh, is real the, quick. We got oh, Kevin, oh, Kevin Holland odds. minus 260 and Santiago yeah. at plus 205. Yeah. So this, yeah. this next fight is my um, eyeballs fight of the night. Like, I'm anticipating because, like, so you got Rob Font taking on Adrian Yanez. Like Adrian Yanez last fight, Giannis. or you sorry, you're all good. Forgive me. His last fight, I believe he won via like TKO or some shit. Um, Rob Font is just kind of known, like he stays at like fight night main events for five round wars because we know he can go 25 minutes nonstop. So I think this fight has fight of the night written all over it. I mm. think this fight either goes the this might go the distance, really? this might go the distance, but I have I expect 15 minutes of just chaos. Like Yanez, Yanez yeah. is sharp. Did and you Rob, Rob Font's last fight though. I don't remember his last fight. I just know that every fight I remember Rob Font being a part of, he just he doesn't sit and wait to throw punches. He tries, you know. Rob Font's last fight was when he got his ass beat by Cheeto. Yeah, it's Cheeto. Got his ass beat though. You seen that fight, right? Cheeto's a guy that you beat kind of lose to before the, they they like. No, but he the, beat the shit out of him. You know. Yeah, but I'm saying like they the took... only person that Rob Font has beat in the past two years is Cody Garbrandt, and True. that was by decision. I don't know. I just think that this is going to be a great fight. I think this is um, Yanez is like coming out party for his title run though. I agree. I agree. This I think is, Yanez is going to win. He's yeah. just he's so fun to he's watch. A trailblazer. Yanez is a beast. sharp, sharp striking, super sharp striking. Vegas agrees. Yanez is the favorite. Yanez is a minus one eighty eight, and then we got Font. That's a good pickup for the parlay. That's, that's a good parlay that's, pickup. Yeah. Maybe not. Rob Font can get it done any time of the fucking you know. Hard to say. It's hard to say. This is a hard card to bet on, dude, because there's a lot of good fights that can go any way. Uh, let's talk about Co-main? Gilbert Burns and Jorge Masvidal. Co-main. We are in Miami. We had this guy walking out, Jorge Masvidal. The crowd was chatting 305 at the weigh-ins. They were loud at the weigh-ins in the face-offs, the pre-fight press conference, everything. I don't know if he gets it done about Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns is a huge favorite. The odds I think say. Jorge is like at plus 400, 390, 300-something. Plus, plus 350, and then Gilbert Burns is minus 455. Read it and weep right there, but I really think they got the odds wrong on this one. Not completely wrong. I really think that Gilbert should be the favorite. I don't think it should be that crazy, though. Because if Jorge keeps Gilbert standing, I think Jorge wins in the stand-up, personally. But Gilbert can knock him, one, knock him out at any time. And two, if he takes him down and keeps Jorge down, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So, you remember— I think Jorge can do it, though. In Miami, he needs this win, or he's going to retire, probably. I think it. he's been training very hard. I think he can do it. I think he can do it, but 
I I don't know. Gilbert Burns is a dog. So Gilbert Burns might just beat his ass. Gilbert Burns is coming off a lot of momentum. Other than losing a close fight, or well, he got like I think he may have got TKO'd at one point, but losing a close fight that he almost won against Kamaru Usman, Gilbert Burns has not really shown any signs of weakness in the octagon in recent memory. And Jorge is on like a five fight losing streak or a four fight losing streak because against who though? You got to Kamaru Usman, Kamaru Usman, Kobe Covington, and then he lost or won his last fight. Yeah, like. So these are use the at the top like we can't. Yeah, I'm not discounting, but the reason I'm saying I hate when people do that. Like, bro, he was fighting for the championship. I just think Gilbert one and hold on, and one of those fights was on six days' notice. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. But I I just think he lost twenty pounds in six days and then lost. Like, we can't. But look at like Gilbert Burns' last fight, right against Neil Magny. Yeah, he just took him down and put him in an arm triangle instantly. Like Neil Magny had had, couldn't do anything. Gilbert Burns is probably going to do that to Horror. I just don't. Other than devastating striking i don't jorge see a has to stuff i i think the, the only path of victory for jorge is to knock him out yeah and if he can't knock or him I out i can see him win a decision like i can't i can't at all standing i, I think he I can think, i think he can because he'll be stuffing his takedowns keeping him standing up and then piecing him up but not knocking him out that's how i can see him i honestly think gilbert burns is a more devastating striker I would disagree. I think I think it's they're very. I'd comparable. say he has more knockout power, but Jorge's way. Jorge better is a sharper striker. I'm just saying that Gilbert. If I like, I think Gilbert's Jorge's got three inches on him. I think Gilbert's like more devastating when he punches people as to where Jorge he has like, more knockout power. Jorge's got knockout power. Like we've seen him against like Darren Till. We've seen him like baptized. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Ben Askren thing was his knee. That was a really that was a matchup based impact. There's no amount of like. Like, that doesn't really change my opinion on Jorge Masvidal striking that knee is what I'm saying, you know? That being said, um, I just think Gilbert's just a strong, strong competitor. I just mm. – I, I don't know. I don't see it's hard Gilbert to lo- bet against him. I don't see him losing, bro. I, I just – I'm riding Jorge Masvidal Jorge has to baptize him with fire, and that's that's the way he wins this fight. Yeah, if, he doesn't, a, if he doesn't do that, I think he loses a unanimous decision or he gets choked out. I don't know, man. I, he can. He has the tools to win a decision. He does. He. I'm. Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't. But with 15 minutes, if Gilbert I think... is shell shocked and can't land a punch and can't take him down, Gilbert has nothing for him. But, but Gil- do I see that Gilbert happening? I don't really. I think Gilbert can. Take Gilbert him had something for Kamara Usman for a big section of that fight that they were in. I know, but he still lost. I'm just saying it's not MMA math, but I just you know, and look at the fight against Islam. He's getting tagged. Tagged. On the feet. I think, I mean... By Islam. Unpopular opinion, I think Gilbert won that fight. Mm, I don't I don't agree. That's my honest I don't opinion. Agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't agree. I'd have, have to go, go back, back and rewatch and watch that one. Yeah, go it back so and rewatch so far removed, but... Go back and rewatch that one, because I don't think so. It was a barn burner. It was and a good I, fight, though. And again, same thing. I think if, like, Jorge were to go up against Hamzat, it would look even worse. Because, let's face it, Jorge... Like, oh, did I say Islam? I, I meant Hamzat. Excuse me. That, well, that, I, 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 I know that's who you meant. My bad. That's I know that's who you meant. So if yeah, Hamza, I meant like, Hamza. So Shemaya. Gilbert versus Hamza was an uh, actual back and forth fight because Gilbert had both the hands and the grappling to compete with him. Hamza's a dog. Hamza will just grab Jorge by his ponytail and, and yank, yank him, him down, to the yeah. fucking floor. Right. And there's not a damn thing Jorge could. You're do right. To stop All right. Him. Let's move on to the <laughs> main event though, because we're already getting cut for time. Let's talk about Alex Fajeda versus Israel Adesanya, the fourth fight. Okay, so the odds, I, I want to get these out of the way right away. Throw them or, out right away. I think these odds are offensive. Look, they partially. are offensive. So, okay. Pick up Izzy. Alex, who has beat, who's knocked this man out two consecutive bouts and beat him in three consecutive bouts. This is their fourth bout. I know that this is technically an MMA, not kickboxing, but let's – But, you know, precursor because I'm an Izzy fan. 
Alex was knocked out on his feet in the first round. Continue. So um, Izzy is the minus one thirty nine favorite, and Alex is the minus or is the plus one twelve underdog. And the thing that's got me is if I don't tell you any names, no names at all, completely preface their careers with what they've done. We got one guy who's got like nine MMA fights. Versus a guy who's got, like, 20 MMA fights. He's only been in the UFC for, like, a year. Yeah, but the guy with the (laughs) nine MMA fights in kickboxing and MMA is 3-0 against the other guy. So crazy. Including two consecutive knockouts, including their most recent bout and their last kickboxing bout. So you have all these things. I would still bet on the kickboxer because at the end of the day, Izzy's a kickboxer. No amount of training is going to take that away. I said this the first Mm -hmm. time they fought MMA. I'm like... Is this is the first time he's again. going up against a guy who we know verifiably is a better, if not equal, striker to him. No MMA striker he's ever faced has actually like given him the hands competent to what he experienced in kickboxing. We have him now. You have a two-weight glory champion, one of the only humans to ever do that. He held two different weight class belts taken on Izzy. It, it just, In my opinion, it's offensive. What more does Alex have to do? To cement that he is the better fighter, and the thing that gets me is he's the underdog. Yeah, what what are the odds again? Plus one twelve versus minus one thirty nine. I mean, they're right. There, they're not man. that crazy. They're right. But there. at the same you time, can't. like if I tell you this guy's knocked this man out two times in a row. Yeah, cl- but you're talking like those odds are like a minus two hundred Izzy. Like it ain't, bro. They're I just so don't close. see Izzy being the favorite in any way. I just, I think we've he got had a- him knocked out in the first round. What are you talking about? It ended literally. Li- yeah. And one more punch to his face, he would have been out but on that's the. But that's a that's a what if and what did, that's not, I know, that didn't but happen. I'm that just, just that, I know, but still, like you can't like. Unfortunately, people, it's not pride rules where you get a. He 10 was win- and, and again, Izzy was winning the fight before that, so it's you know but I know ulti- I know he still lost, but, but he was but still, ultimately. So that's like say, that's like saying that Camaro or uh, and Leon should have had different odds. No, those odds were that because Camaro was winning the fight the whole round. I and think that got knocked out. I think that's different. That's what I mean. I guess. Because like you were looking at like a fifty forty five fight versus it's it doesn't matter you're still winning and losing winning and losing. Are the Leon same had won rounds against Usman still before Izzy he got the had head won kick. almost every round in that fight before he got knocked down the fourth. So I just look at it like it is. Come like, on, Izzy, Alex was losing the fight, but Izzy's competed with this dude in like a unanimous decision loss in kickboxing. So you can't keep bringing K- those up. You have to though. I mean, and it, you, I you got KO'd in kickboxing and he got KO'd in MMA. Izzy has not forfeited a blueprint that See, he can beat thing. this man. He's winning those fights too. Like. Izzy's never proven he can beat this man. He's proven he can win rounds against him. He, like you've proven I that mean, if he's he, proven that he basically, can knock him out. Basically, Izzy has proven that he can go. He can hope to go twenty five minutes, and if he can avoid the other guy's punches, he might have enough points to win an MMA judge's decision. I disagree. He with hasn't you. proven. You forget about this whole first round in this first fight in the MMA. I, I agree, but... Got his ass kicked in that first round. He didn't get his ass kicked. He got almost God dropped fucking, in one moment. In I, one bro, moment at the very end. Come on, dude. Like, Bruh. Rewatch the end of that round. Like The end of that round, he got his ass kicked for it. sure, but that one moment doesn't account for the whole five minutes. That wasn't if, five minutes if, of... If the first round was like 15 seconds longer... No. Two seconds yeah. longer. Then he's knocked out. Two but seconds it, longer. It wasn't. But, but it wasn't exactly. But, and it isn't because but the rounds are there. I hate when the rules. I hate when they bring up the kickboxing thing. But this one, this isn't kickboxing. Two, he was winning both of those fights. Like there's not, there's nothing. And and the first fight that he lost in kickboxing, they say that it was a robbery for Izzy. So it's like, mm, like he really did he win that first fight? Mm, I don't know. So I honestly, let's not even talk about the kickboxing though. Let's talk about this fight right here. He was winning the fight in the first one, did get knocked out, but he has he has to win this one. He has to, has to. I just think there's, there's no a double standard. This is there's no other way 
like what is is he gonna do if he loses again like you know what i mean like he's gonna have to fight someone else i mean but but it's just a long it's a long path for the title because but look you lost now that's four you know like you he has to win this fight so he has more there's way more pressure um on izzy to win this fight dude's wearing a dog collar mm-hmm. at the press fight looking like the, a fool i mean i get it though like it it's you know it's his, it's it's his, his thing it's yeah. like it's like it's literally like yuri sitting in a room for four days in the dark like <laughs> They, these guys do weird shit. Like, he wore a but, dog collar because he says bringing out the dog in him. And, and if I'm going to be completely fair, dog collar kind of looked – I didn't even know it was a dog collar. It looked pretty lit. I was like, that's probably some anime thing is what I assumed. All things considered, though, I just think and, that okay. – I think Alex is the is the favorite both for me and in general because you have uh, – this is going to be mean, a – Odds would disagree. I mean, that's those odds are um, influenced by the people who are betting. But, again, I, agree. I think that you have – like. We, you can't sit here and confidently with data say that Izzy is a better overall striker than Alex. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say, say that. that. Now because I can't of that, say that. Now, because of that, you're gonna, we both mutually agree that they're going to kickbox each other. There's like very unlikely never that, know what's that either takes either down. Izzy got taken down and took homie down. And took homie down. And they both it. took each other down. Alex looked lost on the ground, too. They both looked lost on the ground. Izzy looked way better if, on the ground they're, than they're Alex, co- but Yeah, but they're coaching. We didn't get enough time to really actually read. But we know that the way they're coaching it, the they're coaching it. They couldn't hear you, but okay. Yeah, who cares? Regardless, I think that Izzy is going to lose. I think Izzy's going to get KO'd again because he's going to go in with an no. energy. I, I genuinely, like, I... I could see it, but... Like I'm riding Izzy my parlay time. piece is that <laughs> Izzy getting t- uh, like losing money line. Really, that's funny because my parlay piece is uh, Alex losing. That's well, I said hilarious. mine first, so you got God. No, nah, rock paper scissors. <laughs> well, I get two and a half. What? Why? I don't know. I was just making something. <laughs> <laughs> Pick your parlay piece, Winston. What you feel? Uh, like? I got Jordan Pool fifteen uh, points or more. All right, minus three sixty. All right, but damn. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on. We gotta we're gonna pick something nice then, Dave. Honestly, I kinda like that then because Alex is the underdog. So that'll actually help Plus a lot. Plus money. That'll help it. Plus one twelve on DraftKings. Alright, let me get mine in. Jordan Poole's going against the Warriors. King. What oh, are the sorry. odds for the main event to not go the distance? Oh, let me tell you. Because someone's getting knocked out. So the main someone ev- has to go out. Okay, so the main event to, to go the distance, yes. Alex. Hold on. To go the distance, yes. And is- plus one oh eight. No, minus one forty three. It's a pretty good pickup too. I'm not gonna lie, that's a pretty good pickup. I've, hold on, I've suggested. If I was you, I picked that up. No, I've suggested not going the distance like two or three parlays in a row, missed, and not a single. Missed, Justin okay. Gaethje versus Fazeev. That right, that yeah. went the fucking distance. Are you kidding me? What, what was the last one? What was the last one that I did? I don't even remember. Like last week's was like another one where I was just like, "There's no way those dudes fight to the distance." Yeah. I don't gonna, think Izzy's gonna outpoint uh, Pereira. He I don't can. Think he, I he don't, has the tools, but it's gonna be a hard yeah. fight. Do I don't that. know. And Izzy said that last fight that that leg kick compromised his his um, his. But like you can also just... he got him on the leg kicks in that first round. That is one thing in the first round Alex did. And dude. he and punished Alex, him with those leg kicks. Alex cuts. Yeah, I an forgot illegal about that. I forgot amount about of weight. That. I'm so biased on Izzy though, so forgive me. But, um, Izzy, you lost to Bobby Knuckles on the second fight. Chill out. No, eat he didn't. this. Eat this. L ask again. the ju- ask the judges that. Who like Cecil Peoples? Ask the judges that. The judges are trash. Amen. We all you agree. You try it. You Not try in it. every. 
I would love to. I would do that shit for free one time. You'd be the worst time. judge ever, bro. Dave would be like this. First Israeli fighter coming out. Dave's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> Dave is this is... guy Jewish? Get his background. Yeah, yeah dude. Not I swear to God. Natan Levy, don't even, you don't even got to put the gloves on you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You have won, my guy. <laughs> Dave just smoked I wish I knew a fighter that Dave absolutely hates because Dave's just judging his face Izzy. No, he doesn't hate Izzy. He just I just hate that lose. he beat Robbie. Or Bobby he, yeah, and that's what he. Bobby Nux is like hands down one of my. But favorites. I really don't think no. Dave hates any. Do you have a fighter that you just absolutely hate? I don't think you do. I you think respect I, all. Of I was about to say I respect the. Respect I, I respect. I mean, I don't like Vitor because you did so much TRT, but that was a whole era, so everyone was and doing it. ruined Michael Bisping's eye. Yeah. All right, so you're picking up who? Jordan Poole plus for 15 the points. Warriors. Yep, going against the Kings. The Kings plus fifteen, you said? Uh fifteen points, yeah. Fifteen points, Mr. Poole. Oh, where's your player point? Should be around minus three sixty. Let's see what we have right here. There it is. It's King three sixty. Yeah. Right on it. All right. You want Fajeda? Alex Fajeda. I hate you're doing this, dude. You're so rude, honestly. To be on like yeah, it's kind of a dick move. Yeah, that's going a against the guy who's biggest, Ricky's favorite. He's only fighter. He's, not my favorite fighter. he's one, not my favorite one fighter. of them. He's only he's definitely. I love Izzy. I love watching Izzy. He's only three and zero against this man with two consecutive knockouts. Yeah, it's a, that's some good. That's some good terms, dude. I mean, fuck. Like, I can't hate on that. Like, those are. That's a pretty good. It'd be different if like the last fight was like a, a decision win. I wouldn't. So with those confident. two picks, we're sitting at a plus one fifty eight for a two leg. Oh man, what should I pick? What should I pick? I think Comain shouldn't go the distance. That's what I was thinking right there. Chris Curtis, Kevin Gastelum not going the distance. Well, I was saying Jorge versus. Oh yeah, that's the ooh. Jorge. Wow. For this to not for will the fight go the distance? No, plus one forty four for Chris Curtis and Kelvin Gastelum. I'm kind of surprised. I think it's only three rounds, right? Yeah, it's three rounds. Yeah, fifteen. That's probably why. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's look at Jorge because I could see Gilbert not. Taking out Jorge, but then again, I can see him taking him out. Um, I don't know, dude. I don't know. This, this is a hard card to fight on. I'm gonna take that. I'll take that though. Will the fight go the distance? Gilbert Burns, Jorge Masvidal. No, minus one sixty six. Added that to the parlay. That's our three leg parlay at plus three one three, plus three thirteen. If you bet ten dollars, you get thirty one thirty six. If you bet five dollars, you get fifteen dollars and sixty eight cents. Why not triple your money? I, I think this can happen. Um, I don't want one of them to happen personally, <laughs> but we have Jordan Poole minus three sixty, Alex Fajeda plus one hundred two, which is, if you ask me, a great pickup for the money line, a plus money champion. That's that's pretty crazy. Um, another stat that works in your favor: people usually that lose their title most mm -hmm. of the time they don't get it back. Yeah, most of the time they don't get it back. But you never know what happens. And then we got Mr. Jordan Poole. Oh wait, no, I said that one. Then we got Gilbert Burns. And Masvidal, minus 166. That's your parlay. That has been your Sport Champs episode. And we are out this mug. Boom. Yer. Appreciate y'all. What's up, guys? We just hit 1,500 subs. We're trying to make it 2,000. Help us out and hit that subscribe button. Thanks for watching.